Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Uh, he, him. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, we're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, uh, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, did we have any new patrons this week? Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome, new listeners, old listeners. We have no new patrons this week. But hold on, I gotta say though. Uh, sorry, you got a butt. Go you first. I was gonna say uh, we got a message from Miles who never got mentioned. I couldn't find Miles, the message man. after that. Though. I'm fucking sorry, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking sorry. And your name is too easy to pronounce, so that's why I probably got it overlooked. But join the Patreon as soon as you can. Except if you're a child without your parents' permission. 53 episodes and the post, Joe. Oh, what a week. Oh, how was your week, Kamar? Um, so I'm painting a porch, and I'm on a ladder, and this woman runs out, the neighbor, screaming, help, help, I've cut myself. This old Italian woman. And at first, it's like, there's music, you can't really hear it, turn the music, help, help, like she's really panicked. Now I'm on the ladder, so I'm like, uh, do you need me to call 911? He goes, no, I need help, I need help. So my buddy runs over, and she was taking care of her granddaughter. So she needed someone. She had cut the vein. And she needed someone to help apply pressure and um, put on a Band-Aid. So we basically saved her life. So, so sorry. Let me get this straight. <laughs> she cut her vein, and you just applied a Band-Aid? It was bleeding profusely. I did nothing. <laughs> I, I thought it was creepy, <laughs> two guys to going into her house. You know what I mean? Am I wrong on that? Why? Do you think she has like an effigy of dildos there or something? I don't know. No, I, I just felt like it's a little overkill us just being in the house. Like she'd call, she said she'd called her sister or whatever. Like help was on the way, but she just needed help. Like she was. I think pressure. once someone calls for help, going into their house is not. Well, one person went in. I just, I, I stayed back in case I had to run for help or something. <laughs> but later in the day, she gave us this amazing salami. You, they were, everyone, the whole family came over and helped and thanked us. That's nice. For uh, our heroism. Heroism? Hero, heroism. <laughs> I like heroism. Heroism. So anyways, you know, it's not, not all heroes wear capes. Some just paint porches. Fair enough. And I've been scooting. Yeah, you're a scoot now. I tried to pull a smooth move yeah. at an intersection for some girls. And <laughs> I just lost the whole scooter. Is there such a thing though? No, there isn't. But yeah, I thought okay. I, I thought I could. I was feeling, feeling a little hubris, a little like, yeah, I know these scooter things. So I tried to like peel off and lean back to sort of look like a cool dude, and the whole thing just flew. I think that's so funny that you think that makes you look like a cool dude. Well, I realized after it made me look like the opposite. But I'm scooting. We're we're trying. We're it's blood from a stone. I'm scooting. <laughs> Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine, Matt. Thank you. Not much to report. Wow, awesome. That UFO uh, report came out. That was interesting. Nothing burger. 
Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't a nothing burger. Was, oh really? I you heard, learned something? I heard well, there's some fat really burger. important stuff in there. Such as? Such as um they mentioned like a certain amount of cases that they had investigated and only one could they find it was like 119 cases that mm -hmm. they investigated and only one could they find like an actual swamp gas answer for Wait, that's, that's kind of cool is a swamp gas the answer or is that a term no i'm using that as a term like you know find some cloud whatever weather balloon something that it was quantifiable explanation that's cool i mean this is like now, now here, here's another important thing. Now, when somebody says, you know, aliens don't exist and you have to convince them or sorry, whatever you want to call it, the phenomenon doesn't exist and you have to convince them. You can, you have something to point to like the New York times article wasn't enough. There were still lots of non-believers out there, but well, we had said we wanted, we have this craft, we don't know what it is. That's what we were hoping yeah, for. Yeah, there, this report, unfortunately, was like nine, six or nine pages long. And then the confidential part of the report is like 90 pages long. The juice. Is it redacted yeah. or no? It's not redacted. It's um, like for your eyes only. It's not for our eyes. So it's redacted. If they release the whole thing, redacted means that they show you the pages and you just can't see what's on. Oh, they don't even show you. We these don't at all. see nothing. Oh, so it's we, worse than redacted. We just know that. <laughs> oh, well, wonderful. Um, anyways, so yeah, I think all that stuff is probably in there. Hopefully, because that's out there in the world now, maybe we get a bunch of leaks from it or something. I don't know. But they said, you know, we don't know what these things are. They're definitely not us. They're definitely not the Russians. They're definitely not the Chinese. So you can take that all off of the table now. Why are you looking at me like that? I didn't no, I, I'm like just you, saying like other than the president coming out on the White House lawn and saying, you know, aliens exist. So you're, you're satisfied? With this? I'm not satisfied, okay. but I find it useful. I mean, he's wearing a shirt that says aliens exist. So uh, he's somewhat satisfied. They certainly didn't talk about aliens. Like they're still... Am I crazier? Does he look extra today? He looks extra like he would be the guy that would lead the tour at like the Scott Skinwalker Ranch or something. You know what I mean? Dumb, like, dumb. I feel like because all these lights, though, I'm under observation. And yeah, he's you're being like, yeah. He's the one doing the uh, the interrogation. But yeah, um, no, I'm not satisfied, Kamar. Of course, I wanted more. I just like nothing burger. I think is a little. My one thing is callous. Always says. There's technology that the United States Army has that just would blow your mind, but you don't know about it. It's top secret, whatever. Okay. So there's still, there could be... That 90 pages could just be all that. Other countries' technology that's great. Like, you, you know, it's always, they're always 10 years ahead or whatever with something. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just think it's interesting that they're so quick to say it's not from here at all. I want it to be aliens, right? But it just seems... That's why, for me, it was a nothing burger. Here, let me explain the weird thing to me, at least, is Simon is the conspiracy-minded one amongst us. So it's weird that when the government comes out and says something like, oh, you know, 
what you've been believing is right, that you're not immediately like, well, now I don't believe this. Um, yeah, that is interesting. But are you that. conspiracy theorists or do you just play one on the show? Are you a Trump supporter or do you just play one yeah, on the show? Yeah, really. I'm a Trump supporter. Kamar, okay, sorry, go, go ahead, Kamar, play out your little... Uh... No, that, that was it, it was either. Well, no, but Simon, do you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense, that, that the government comes out and says this? Wouldn't you not have to... Well, I mean, I've contended for a long time that Tom DeLong, all of those, that could all be a government... Yeah, that's true, yeah. But Bob no, Lazar, but I'm, like, this could just be part of that, sure. I'm just saying, though, is like, sure. I, I get for you, your first, the knee-jerk reaction is to read into this and be like, oh, okay, great, this is, you know... But I think once you step back a bit, you might go, maybe this is just too, maybe. Uh, listen, absolutely. Again, this could just be uh, controlling the narrative or it could be like, we got to start somewhere, right? Sure. Let's also keep in mind, if the Chinese did or the Russians have some technology that was like far and away better than theirs, the US would never, they wouldn't let us know until it was too late, right? I think we have to agree with that. The propaganda machine would never... You know, the same way the Russians were doing it back. I, I just don't, I don't see that the U.S. would be like, well, the Chinese have really figured it out. They got a weapon that's going to, you know, unless they needed a bigger military budget, in which case then they would be like, it's the Chinese. If they really wanted a bigger military budget, they could just say it was aliens and they're not nice aliens and we better start. That's a great Al-Qaeda boogeyman that's unquantifiable. Like that's, and can, That's what a lot of people are saying about this report. Go forever. Is that... Yeah, they admit it so that they can now start gathering money. To shoot lasers into space. Whatever for the fuck. Figure this shit out. Or more to just funnel into fucking, you know. That's more likely. Oil. Yeah. Do you guys believe they'll be building on Mars in 2030? Okay, but I, listen, I'll say this. No, but if they erect some small structure. This is their plan. I get it. But what I'm saying is if 10 years from now. They've erected some small structure using robots. I don't want someone to be like, we told you so. I'm saying that there won't be like a, I don't well, think there's going to be a. What's a building? What's building to you then? Like cities? No, I meant like, I don't think they will have a building with people living in it in 10 years. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. But that is their plan. Yeah. Their plan is like in f five or six years from now to be able to launch these giant ships with just supplies and building materials and then follow those when they get there. Listen, I'm not a smart person. I'm not an educated person. I just have what you have, and that's feel. And I feel like if you sent 50 people up to Mars right now... It doesn't end well. Yeah. I think 25 of them go the shining on the other 25. And I think you have like a, a an event horizon. Remember the movie Event Horizon? I think you have one of those scenarios where they just start getting like you know, video feedback that's like on a super delay the where they're like, they're eating each other. Yeah, yeah, literally. Well, it's good fodder for the media to constantly, what's going on on Mars? But it'll be so weird if there's people up there while we're here, up there, over there, wherever it is. I just like, no, we don't know. We All the data we have on the human psyche involves us being grounded on this earth or being able to see the earth at least. Like, I guess they have people that have lived on the space station for X amount of time. But like never has anyone left to the point where you gone. No, you can't even see like you couldn't even see earth in the night sky. You know what I mean? You are that far removed. And that's where I think might get a little dicey up there. A little touch and go. Just 2030 feels really soon. It is. It's like 2050. Fucking, it's like three years away or something. But I don't know. We'll see. How's your wig, man? Let's keep in mind too. Elon went on Joe Rogan like three years ago 
and was like, we'll have Neuralink like up and running in humans in like a year and a half. Promise this truck. I mean, these guys make a lot of promises and I think eventually they'll get it done. I still have my fingers crossed that Bezos blows up. That at, his, what, going up into space, no offense, he blows up? No offense, Mr. Bezos. I just hope you die. <laughs> well, it'd just be a, a, a game changer. There's a, Thank you there's for a petition going on the internet right now that's demanding that Jeff Bezos eat the Mona Lisa. To just sh- to shit his wealth out? <laughs> I have no idea. Eat the Mona Lisa. Yeah. That seems like a really weird... Frame as well, because uh, that'll be tough. I don't know about the frame. I think they just want him to eat the canvas. Why destroy this work of art, though? I don't get it. Because you can't. Why don't just you have him like, you eat can. a bucket of shit? Also, I think those people have probably never seen the Mona Lisa. It's rather small. Why not have him? Why not like, get him to eat something that's going to like really just, bung up the bowels? You should just buy NFTs and delete them. Like, if we're going <laughs> to do this, why don't we just black mirror him and get him to fuck a pig? I mean, he'd have that erased off the internet in no time. Uh, my week, I don't know, Kamar. The dog got sprayed by a skunk. I just had a shit week. No way, Chico. Yeah. It's his bad. Did you wash him tomato juice? No, you do like peroxide, baking soda, and Dawn. That's and the, the mixture. He smelt or heard the skunk and was like, fuck this, I'm going, I'm going to get it. No, so there's a skunk that's been living in the backyard with his babies for like a, a month or two now. Mm-hmm. We've been aware of it. I haven't seen them in a while. I let him out back like I normally do, and he just fucking bolted it for this bush. But normally he runs to the fence. That's his thing. He runs to the fence, barks at the fence, then runs back. So I thought he was doing that. This time he just beelined it for this bush. I saw him go into the bush, and I thought squirrels, and then I heard him like yelp. And then I saw two baby skunks vacating the bush, and... And then he ran right in the house past me, right onto the couch. Was he forlorn? And did he smell bad? Well, obviously. Luckily, it was babies, so they didn't get him. Like, like the last time he got sprayed, he got like open mouth in the oh, face. God. I hope that never happens. Your dogs haven't been sprayed, have they? You're lucky. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. I for saw sure. these two little baby raccoons in my backyard the other morning. Mm-hmm. They were like these tiny little butterballs. So cute. Man. Yeah. Like you want to just run out and make them your pets. Yeah. Until they trash your house. Then they become like these weird handed little fucking gremlins. Yeah. Bandits. Coons. Uh, but my week sucked. I just honestly, so much dread. It seems like the world really is coming to an end. Nothing is fucking. I thought it was good news. The opening's moving up and. Yeah, that's great. Do we want to go over the guests? Yeah, I would just want to say one more thing. I, list, I started listening to that guy that uh, Letterman was talking about. The Annie Letterman? Annie Letterman. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about David Letterman. Yeah, me too. I was like, I don't remember who, but go ahead. he said Letterman. The self-help guy, yeah. Letterman. Just one of the things Letterman. he was saying is you have to see the world for how you want it to be, not how it is. And that's the only way you could get to where you, you wanted to be. Yeah, but I've been playing that game for a few years and it hasn't really done me too much good. Mm, maybe you have to be less specific or something, but just... Where you are, looking where you are is 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 a fool's errand because th- that's where you are. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just uh, it worked for her. Uh, we had a great week this week. Starting off with um, an MMA with uh, Don Fry. When I saw his picture, I thought it was like Jake the Snake or something. And I think it might be worth listening to him because he's a pretty interesting guy. But for the regular week, we had an emergency podcast with Brett Weinstein. Pierre Corey, Dr. Pierre Corey, 671. Then we had 672, Lies Then we had a far right editor, 67th Colin Wright. And we had a surprise bear hunter, 674, Clay Newcomb in Arkansas. Did you know that was a word? Arkansas. Yeah, 
That's how you say it. Yeah. Learn that. Chuck Bucker week. What's funny is I was wondering why they wrote that in the description. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, what a weird way to... But then I, as I listened, I was like, oh, okay, I see why they did it. And I think they only wrote that because... Yes, of course, yeah. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> honestly, I was like, if this is this guy's intro to his bio, like, that's not a strong start. But I, I think it's so typical. Like I said, every week bears are mentioned, and now we go balls deep into bears. Oh, yeah, it's total bear week. All right, well, Some was, might say uh, Bigfoot, too. Eh, we'll see. I mean, Simon will get there, whether we want to or not. Um, four episodes. Do you want to rate it? Anyone? Anyone want to go first? Anyone want to uh, jump right in? So what were the episodes again? Sorry, just quick, quick. Emergency style. Podcast 1671, Brett Weinstein and Dr. Pierre Corey. Oh, yeah, okay. Schlesinger. Yeah. He's a Schlesinger selling a movie, 1673. No, 1672. Yeah. And there was Colette, the editor. Editor of Colette about transgender, 1674. Okay. And then we finished with, no, 1673, pardon me. And we finished with the Bear Hunter from Arkansas, 1674, Clay Newcomb. I give this week a 175. Hmm. Um. I mean, I'll I'll give it a two. I changed my mind. I give it a one and a half. Okay. Well, I give it a two. I give it a 3.2. Okay. The hunter spoke to me. I feel like the movie game where we should write our, we should write our, um, our ratings down before we say them out loud. So as they are not. Influenced by someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. I feel no, like so. yeah, I, you never know. You never know. Yeah, I, I guess if you guys come it could really happen. Low, like, think I about it. Like yeah, a if jerk you, or well, no, like if you high, if I you had like been like, oh my god, I thought this was a five week, and then we both say like one and a half, you might be like, oh, you know, maybe I don't know. Well, I often find through the discussion we find out. Oh, you know, I've changed my mind a bit. I find that too. Plus yeah. or minus. So. Yeah, it's usually in the. It's so actually usually in the plus category. Where you thought it was worse, and then yeah, and then through discussing it, I'm like, yeah. Uh, like the bear guy, for example, there. like I, you know, I listened to that one today and for an episode I thought I was going to hate, I actually, I didn't love it, but I learned more from it than any other hunting podcast I've probably listened to. I would say one podcast was so fucking bad this week that all other I felt shined. Ooh, ooh, which one do you think, Kamar? I don't know. I, that <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I think it's transgendered. I'm if, going transgender. Hey, if you said, Matt, let's bet on this, I would say, fuck you, I'm not. Uh, no, I would say you have to give me great odds. I, I have no idea which one this dumb dumb liked and what it wasn't he, he didn't he didn't hate the bear hunter i'm almost certain well, no because he just told us we can cancel that one <laughs> out couldn't right hate away. it he couldn't have hated weinstein impossible no that one he is his favorite that's all that's of the four. three yeah so it's schleisinger schleisinger that's Every the one he hated that's the one he hated well he uh, fucked around with her, her voice plot spoiler um <laughs> that's a good point female comedian successful <laughs> That right away. Oh my! Right away. <laughs> I, I think she she nailed her own coffin. But I was thinking maybe we, every week there should be a podcast we don't have to comment on. We just say so no one of comment. us sits out or whatever. If you don't want to be, because sometimes we just shit on people. And who do we have the right to shit why on anyone? Why don't you just say no comment? Or I think just, you should have to wear a dunce cap if you're going to do that. Or just don't shit on anyone. I think my problem is I listen to him twice. No, that's definitely your problem. I think so. 
In any event, let's get into it, boys. Oh, yeah, we rated it. Let's uh, start the show. 1671, Brett Weinstein and Dr. Pierre Corey in emergency Weinstein. podcast. Weinstein, of course, of course. Yes. Weinstein is in prison. I, I like how, like, <laughs> Joe, it's not really an emergency when you just do this all the time. <laughs> like, you have people just drop into the studio and do shows you know what i mean it's no he meant emergency because this guy was supposed to be on two weeks from now and they thought no we have we to have do to this do it now gotcha now. And couldn't no, wait two there's weeks no two weeks to waste and one of the podcast mentioned stuff had got to strike yes yes, yes. So it's almost like faux heroicism from joe to put these snake oil peddlers what i want to ask you guys first do you, you've listened to 10 hours of brett weinstein yeah yeah 10 hours what do you mean? Six He's saying oh, give or take. Joe you've Rogan. heard him in Joe Rogan for gotcha. probably. You have a feel for him. Yeah. Do you trust him? Do you think he has good intentions? I trust his brother. So I guess uh, in de facto, I trust him because I assume that Eric stands behind. What's his face there? Does that make sense? Yeah. But do, like you wouldn't think this guy, this guy has all terrible motives. I'm so this podcast left me so fucking confused. I don't, I can't make heads or tails of it. Well, because my initial reaction is like, yeah, of course they're lying to us. Yeah, this is just another example. Not so much lying. You know where I was at is I, I left this one being like <clears throat> it. Literally every single thing is about one thing and one thing only, and it's money. Here. And that's all money, 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 money. Maybe you guys can fill in for me a couple of things that I don't get. Things that I tried to tell my wife, and when she fought back on it, yeah, I was unable you to supply. Uh, oh, you want us to give you the the fodder to no, beat your no, wife I, in an argument? I just genuinely don't know. Okay. I've gone on the internet now to try and find an answer to this question. You cannot. Yeah, I don't even know where to look. I went to Al Jazeera. And they don't even have an answer. Did you go on DuckDuckGo or Brave? Did you try a different browser? I did not try a different browser. I might help you. But I went to Al Jazeera. Sounds like you really combed the... Anyway, what is your question? Anyways, point is, um, why are there no other... All these countries that have been cured by ivermectin, Yeah. where are they? Why are they not speaking up? Why... Like, look, we... The news can stop the narratives they're playing out. But like if if this shit is curing like whole swaths of nations, eventually we would hear that. Like I'm not Not if it's No, suppressed. I see what you're saying. No, but what he's saying is like if we can find out about the Arab Spring through Twitter or Reddit or something like that, how the, can it not leak this out? This is what that I mean. I agree the the press controls narratives, meaning that they can spin stories in certain ways they can take information that's out there and make that information seem wrong but they're not even talking about ivermectin like do you know what i mean it's should there be news articles about this i imagine like it should be on joe point of controversial debate. brett weinstein like it should it should get some legs right well it i'll say this i mean legs. i had never heard of ivermectin before this no. and i definitely saw like seven or eight articles about it this week so but they were all only because he was on joe like i don't know if that gets play if 
Maybe, I don't know. It doesn't make it onto, which was the whole point that Joe wanted them on there, right? But to it, use. I mean, his. I'm going to say something. I'll, I'll say this. This is very odd. I was watching the, I was watching some of the Euros and it was whoever Hungry played. But the announcer kind of nonchalantly, and it seemed as though, and again, this could be just me putting my tinfoil hat on. This is what happened. He said he was like full house and hungry today, 60,000 people, because a lot of the, where they're playing the Euros, it's still spotty, right? Like maybe you can only have 3,000, maybe it's 10, whatever, whatever. He's like in hungry, full house, 60,000 people to see hungry play. And then the announcer went, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, COVID was pretty much non-existent here in Hungary. And then there was like a long, like no one said anything for an odd amount of time. And then it was just kind of dropped. And I thought to myself, like, what do you mean Hungary was non-existent? Like it just, like is Hungary not a big, and I know Hungary's a, you know, Budapest is a very fucking populous city. There's a lot of people there. So I don't see how, what, the country itself just didn't have any tourists. There was no, it didn't see COVID at all. Like it seemed like an odd, and again, they just glanced over it. So I will say this though. I'm also not going to sit here and assume you can think you can think we they fucked us in the sense that they're just trying to make money for pharmaceutical companies this and that while also thinking it's not Bill Gates trying to microchip me. Like I got the first vaccine. I didn't listen to this and go I wasn't like I was lied to, I'm going to get sick from this. I didn't do that. Like I they make a flu shot every year that you Oh can, no, I also didn't do that. I think if it was the ivermectin to me that's the interesting part. Yeah, if it was working. Like, if it can really eradicate COVID. Because they want, th th this round of vaccinations is not the end. They want this to be like yearly or Well, you have to get a booster pain. just like you would with your flu shot. You don't or just get one flu shot. take ivermectin and you eradicate COVID. Yeah, but here, here's the thing is like... <laughs> that's a weird statement in itself. Well, hear me out. The booster shot, like you've been vaccinated for several other things when you were young that you never got a booster for. No, but for the flu, you do get a booster. Yeah, but again, this is what I'm saying is like, if they can just cure me of measles, mumps, rebellion at age two, one, whatever the fuck it is with a shot and I never need a booster again, what's the difference here? I have no idea. Because one is, uh, I don't know. I don't know virus yeah i'm just saying i think about our country what do you think the taxpayers or the government paid for all the vaccines a lot yeah, i mean if it's, i know they paid a lot so if it's 38 million times two <coughs> excuse me because everyone needs two rounds right unless a dose is considered both i i, I know what you're saying so <laughs> let me let me get back to my questions sure please do these guys are saying that Nobody can take ivermectin because what? Like, what's to stop you from They're just saying, going and getting ivermectin? I don't think you can. I don't think it's like readily available. I think if you have a family doctor, you could have it prescribed to you. And they're saying that they're trying to shut this down because it's super cheap. There's no patent on it, so anybody, forty years old, anybody can make it. Yes, it is. So why doesn't domain. somebody just make it and sell a lot of it? Um, I don't know. Because I mean, again, want, it doesn't want to make something. No one new. will use a lot of it if, like, if if the CDC, the FDA, and who are all like, this is just fucking snake oil, and it's not gonna, right? So you need the endorsement of the CDC and the in order to sell a lot of drugs. Let's keep in mind the, too. Let's say they sell 
a billion doses of the vaccine. They've made their fucking money. At that point, once they've sold a billion, they can probably then turn around and be like, oh, you know what? This ivermectin, it actually, it could probably help you out as well. And they then it's just a that. fucking, they, they might, who cares? I Why, they could they double that, dip. But I think we've seen greed has no bounds. This charging for the vaccines, like, them fighting over patents for is like the gro in the middle of a pandemic like this is the grossest shit ever. And then Fauci giving another three point four billion to look at other cures for COVID when this is still sitting right there. Well, this guy was saying they were giving a eight billion to make a drug that's identical to this drug, but they'll call it something else and it'll be under patent. Like science and commerce are not friends, and it, it'd be foolish to like trust pharmaceutical companies all of a sudden in this one situation have the best intentions in the same regard i guess like how do you just trust these guys i i'm very torn on this because thing, of my you know? history listening to him that was my point of that's point. well i have no history listening to him but the fucking three times he's been on the joe rogan but show, let me ask you, you though just I mean? simon from to the feel for a just from the just from the questions he was asking and the way he was asking them do you not at least feel like he's definitely a man of science where he's really trying to get to the bottom of what's what as opposed to just like i'll use uh, your boy for example what's his name englishman old graham hancock graham Han thank you graham hancock is a great Ow. example of someone who a lot of people in that industry think is just selling snake oil and is you know just full of shit has no idea what he's talking about it seems kind of in the same vein where this guy's saying listen i'm not I'm not saying anything that there isn't evidence for. I'm just saying we need to look. And I am not, I'm not. I get that you're not, but I'm just saying is when you were saying, I don't know who to believe here. I'm just saying is that the way this guy, the way they came out at it, this episode seemed, I don't know, like they read the papers and they're really, you know. I, total, I totally agree with you, Maddie. And after listening to this, my initial reaction was... I'm with these guys 1,000%. They're trying to keep this easy cure from us. I'm not really sure why, but I don't even need to know why, you know, because I just know from history that the powers that be very rarely have our best interest in mind. Fair? Yeah. I also got that same feeling, and I'll admit this, the very first time I watched <laughs> that fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, the UFO guy there. Bob Bazaar. No. Uh, Jeremy Corbell. No. Uh, sorry. Tom uh, DeLong. Who can oh, pull the UFO? Fire in the in? sky. No. <laughs> uh, Serious. That's his movie there. Anyways, people can be convincing. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Especially when you want to believe. Well, yeah. Cognitive bias or cog con whatever it is. I, again, I just, I don't get why, if it worked, if it worked in all these places and it really did eradicate and it was just that easy, like, could it be kept from us? Yep. Maddie, could, of it, change, could baby. it be? No, but winds of change was a fucking giant well, first, first of operation. All, like this is all happening real time. Who's, you know the, biggest, what I mean? who, who's the biggest funder of the who? Uh, China. China. Okay. So we always have some issues with who's credibility, but who is a leading World Health Organization. They don't even agree with the CDC about whether air transmission, like all these things. There isn't a consensus, but they all agree that ivermectin is no good. 
because you because no one's done a random controlled study. That that was the whole thing they're doing because no one wants to do that because if you found that out, then everything we've done is sort of like a big waste of time and like it, it's gone too far, almost like a scam. I, I again, not to say the vaccine is dangerous, but this is better than the vaccine. That's what I got out of this. But hold on, it could be. Realistically, it could just be the same as the vaccine. Well, what he to would, say it's better? Like if it if it helps you not die of COVID or not get it, then well, no, they're saying this gets rid of COVID. The vaccine just prevents from COVID, but COVID will always be around. So that's why I would they say said it's that if you have, they said this was good for two things. If you have COVID, yeah, then it helps you, and it also helps as a prophylactic. If you don't have COVID yet, it helps you not get COVID. Gotcha. It also is a cure for people who do suffer side effects of the vaccine and the long haul COVID as well. So, I mean, across the board, and it's proven to be safe, whereas this is still, uh, because a national emergency, they were able to force, not force, but rush this uh, mRNA vaccine. But proven to be safe. It's been used for 40 years and no one dies. That's it. Yeah, I mean that was yeah, that was undeniable to me what they were saying. It's there. won the Nobel Prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back up though. Back up. Okay. If you have some sort of like lung disease, let's say, sure, and you take a drug that's proven safe as a diabetic medication, it doesn't mean that because that's different with this. Sort of cut you off. What they were saying is like they've used this on every race, religion, creed. People of all. It di- didn't matter but what you never used it on somebody who had uh, COVID. Before that's all, I'm but even saying. then, they said they. I mean, they said they were using it throughout COVID in certain countries. So, I don't know why that isn't randomized. Uh, I ch- I right cheated there. and listened to him, uh, Brett. He also did Lexus. On Lex, yeah. And he was saying one of the reasons Africa ha- hasn't had a big outbreak or a big problem is because they've been using ivermectin so much. They use there. it for other things, still but not like the- related. But it's been preventative. What was it? Blind river yeah, fever or whatever? Yeah, because they use it. They have so many fucking other shit they have, yeah. over there that get into. No, again, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not against it. I just, in this day and age. But I mean, you especially with a tinfoil pipe, hat. Nobody piping up. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, but I mean, listen, we kind of we kind of realize that we're in a fucking weird place now where no one pipes up. First of all. Edward Snowden is a perfect example of why no one pipes up, ever. Oh, you had a nice cushy life in Hawaii? How would you like that? Upended. Why don't you try doing the right thing? Like, no one wants to do the right thing anymore because they're going to get punished for it across the board. The same way, I don't know. Another thing they said is side effects from ivermectin is, uh, uh, what do they say, exceedingly rare where side effects from like the vaccine are rare. Some people do experience side effects. Like no one, ex- and it's safe for children. Like it just keeps piling on. And the only reason they said all the positive views seem suspect. Like that's another criticism of ivermectin. Well, that was ridiculous. Everyone when I read says that, or when they good. said that, I was like, that's crazy. But you, you understand that psyche. Like nothing could be that good, but it may be. It, obviously, I Hold don't on, know but what I'm saying is that good. I understand that psyche in a normal person. I understand that psyche in the three of us sitting here. I'm not in a lab every day. Like if, if I know that good people doing good experiments are saying, no, no, we're only getting good shit from this. Then at that point you got to be like, okay, it's not just three. Yeah. There must, sitting there in a must garage. be something to this. There must be something. Well, it's starting to feel that way. It, that's it, for sure. It's hard to wrap your head around it, except, and 
I thought they did such a good job of trying not to say outright, although they did say it. The only thing we can imagine this is happening is because of for financial gain. But and we know that um, pharmaceutical companies used to give doctors to push opioids. Like this is not out of the realm of possibility. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Why can't the farm? Let's say Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say Pfizer is like we're we believe in this drug that it can do all of this stuff. We don't own the patent to it. Well, Merck is the one who created it. Couldn't they? Merck is the one who created it. Merck created it, and Merck is saying, we don't know about this, but we've got a new COVID coming down the pipe, which is, the you you created this thing, and now you're, like, that's the most suspect thing I've ever heard about. No, but so sorry. So Merck doesn't have the rights on it? No, it's past patents. Well, this is what I mean. So why can't then... Pfizer just sell this drug because it's super, it's dirt cheap. So the markup is like so much less. There's just a lot less money to be made, but there's still money to be made. Yes. And no, because they don't own the patent directly, which means everyone can make it. So they start making ivermectin. The next 10 pharmaceutical companies start dumping ivermectin. They're all trying to sell it for cheaper. So they're undercutting each other. And they have and they're like, they're just like, there's no money in that for them for this vaccine for the next five years to make X amount of money. And this is what we're doing. Because that's what, that's what it, like, we're going full steam ahead, knowing. I mean, I don't, we don't know. We're trusting what these guys told us. But this seems like, I don't want to use the word miracle, but it is a natural plant, which I find is so interesting. You know, I always talk about um, the cure for, there's so many things in the Amazon that we haven't even discovered yet for stuff. And this is some Japanese plant that this guy discovers. Suspect is named Satoshi Amoro. The guy who did Bitcoin is Sashi Nakamoro. That's a little close. Nakamoto. Just every amazing thing in the world is made by this one dude and nobody knows if he exists or not. And Satoshi's a made-up name. I was just trying to get around natural natural, um, occurring molecule. That's really cool. And I I love the plant Earth for that. But then the fact that this won a Nobel Prize, but it's been criticized. It just... The only reason it could be is because it is going to disrupt profits for somebody else. I mean, Simon, think about it like this. Like, it's actually perfect because no one in the no one in the West knows what ivermectin is because we don't have blind river syndrome or whatever the fuck, right? So what it's none of us have ever heard of this. It's a, it's got a weird name, so it sounds like the perfect pharmaceutical for you to question. Let's 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 say let, let's flip the script and say it was penicillin. Right? Penicillin is something that we use that's readily available. It's you know, it's been around for fucking ever. It would be, imagine if penicillin could cure COVID. You know what I mean? It would be tough to demonize penicillin because we, are, we all know for a fact, we're like, listen, unless you have some allergy to penicillin, you can take this and be fine. They dodged a bullet on that one. Oh, yeah. Had it been penicillin. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, shucks. Yeah, shitty, yeah. So, I mean, that's how I kind of look at it. Like, Invermectin, if I'm saying it right, is this I- Ivermectin, ivermectin yeah. whatever, is this perfect drug that no one outside of the medical community or maybe Africa or a small town has heard of. It has, you know, all these great properties. I mean, it, it adds up. I'm with you, man. And I, I'm with you. I, the fucking government probably is keeping it from us. Well, and then think about it like this too. When you hear like Google or YouTube is taking down these videos saying it's spam or whatever. Worries the shit out of me. Well, cause that too, mm-hmm. it's like, you know that Google has to be heavily invested in all these companies. They're not I doctors. Know, I know they're, I know they're uber corrupt. I know they're uber corrupt, but it's like, 
I just don't know if that changes anything for me. I think for sure you underestimate their power when you you start off this conversation asking, how have you not heard about this? I Again, you know what I mean? I know, Does that make sense though? I know that um, the government and rich people can subvert storylines, of course, like, but like to keep we also know information suppress, from anybody. Hold on. We also it's know not that suppress, it's like it's not even getting through a crack. We also know that during Joe Rogan, I, I mean, we also know that during times of panic, it's a lot easier to do this stuff. for sure, for sure. A lot of people are making decisions based on fear. But at this point, do you guys feel you can trust Anthony Fauci? No. no. I think his reputation has degraded from the beginning of this. When you stand by Trump, you're like, well, at least that guy's there. Trump's a boob. And now he's become the boob. Just There's, there's too many, the mask, no mask, the gain of function, gain of function. Fauci made a mistake, for sure, lying about the masks. There's no doubt about that. Does that mean that everything the guy says is wrong? I don't know. I just think he's lost all credibility. I believe we did that in Canada as well. In the very beginning, they're like, don't worry about wearing masks. We don't have to shut down airports. But I think they may have known, we probably should, but they wanted to hoard masks for first responders. Which so is the It's across the board, this heard. is something people's done. So I won't put that anyways, on Fauci. But I mean, listen, what the government should have done if they knew that was they should have just gone to every retailer and said, starting right this second, you're pulling all PPE off the shelves. Well, that's anyone, for sure. Anyone caught selling any or hoarding any will um, huge fines. Get on the thing and say, we're about to go into some really tough times. Save these for your first line workers. And everybody has a t-shirt at home. Here's a great way to turn it into a double-sided fucking bandana. You but know? again, before the panic, you pull it all off the shelves. And then you tell everyone, listen... There's no protective gear out there right now because we've taken it all for whatever reason. You know, like toilet paper. The fact that there was no toilet paper this time last year is fucking bonkers. But this is the thing. That is then when we don't know. But now we know the masks really don't work. Here's the problem. They help a bit, but it's an aerosol and can get through anything. Now, you see, again, (laughs) the masks do help. Yeah, they mitigate, but they're not like... And mitigating can be a huge part of this. Yeah, I refuse to believe, like... I, I. I refuse to believe that masks just do nothing. It seems no, crazy. I, to me. I, I agree to that as well. Yeah. But they, we now know the particles are so small. It's about load. It's about being in a space for a period of time. Like yeah. they're, they're we not know going, more now than we did. That. They're not yeah. going to protect you a hundred percent. No, but they're doing something, man. Absolutely. If not just psychologically making people able to function. And still, I wear, wear a mask on the sidewalk and people walk around. So they're not working that well for instilling confidence in people. I mean, listen, if I'm outside on a sunny day, you're never going to catch me in a mask. I'm also not going to be in a crowded place. So, And you have the personal moving forward. I don't know here when mask mandates will be Lifted. removed. But do you, this, the day they say, say it's August 1st, Will you be comfortable like, oh, because they said something, I can take off the mask? Like what changed the last two weeks? Or will you still... You think they're actually going to... That's. I don't think they're going to... I don't think that's going to happen this year. You think masks are going to be mandatory? Yeah, I think they're stupidly going to keep that for a long time. I'd be be amazed if it went away next year. Because I've seen a lot of people um, posting... 
just got my second shot. Fuck this mask. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like all these people assuming doing what they did meant this or that. I, I'm. That's a hot take because I'm assuming it's like a month away. Because we're for vaccination uh, goals. Yeah, we're at phase three right now, and they're moving up phase two. What what they said had to happen. So. I just, my, my honest assumption was they'll open everything up, but you're still going to have to wear a mask everywhere. That was my assumption. I never even thought they'd. Because we're not close to indoor. We're like a month away from indoor. And I guess you're right. I, I, I never even considered that. I, I thought it was weeks away. And like I said, I think it should be weeks away and should be optional. So if you really are concerned, wear your mask. And no one's going to look at you funny because everyone knows. But Simon, you all right over there? Yeah, I'll be happy when we don't have to wear masks anymore, man. Can't fucking wait. But I'm saying, moving forward, you won't wear a mask. He already got his second fucking shot. Regardless, some people feel more comfortable. Like, just, if you were in a crowded place, could you imagine, or you would not I don't know. I haven't been put in that situation yet. It's easy for me to say, yeah, no problem, but I don't know. Because we... I don't know. I mean, the problem is this, Kamar, there's still these variants, and I don't want to get, like, just on a a pure, like... I just don't like being sick. Like, even if it was the flu... I, you know, I don't want to get the flu for a couple of days and feel like shit. So it's the same way. Like it has nothing to do with thinking I'm going to die. The idea of like sharing joints with people. The fact Ever that again. I used to share joints with people grosses. Me. That's I'm over. Like, what am I doing? What was I doing? Why is everybody not just rolling their own joints? What's, I mean, I disagree with that because here? that's how you build up. And that's how we ended up getting this far was through sharing and, t- and dirt. Like it's like the, that guy that was on who lets his kids play in the pig shit and whatever. You know what I mean? You'll like, never share a joint again or you, you'll probably forget five years from now. I mean, maybe I'll forget, but no, just from like uh, when I started thinking about it, like uh, my, uh, what you do with your lips and then your share it. Like, I just don't need that. That's cool that we don't do that anymore. You know, or we do, but what, what I was trying to say, we've noticed people playing, wearing masks for years. Yeah, it was mostly people from Asia or whatever. I, I noticed it more in Toronto than here. I was gonna say I, when I lived in New York, you saw it on many different common, common, common. Yeah, yeah. Those were people who were sick and didn't want to get other people nope. sick. No, nope. some people do it for pollution. People have a myriad. I was gonna say, Simon, the bigger masks. the city, too, a lot of people do it for smog and the. Again, we though think Asian, Asian culture. Yeah, very big on like. Yeah, doing not the, yeah. doing the right thing. Politeness, yeah. So that all factors in, I think, as well. We don't realize it. We think, oh, they're protecting themselves from smog, which some are. But I think a lot of it is these are people who aren't feeling well, but who are doing the, you know, the polite thing, not getting other people sick. I think I've told this story before. I was, <clears throat> when I used to take the train every morning, it was so busy that like, sometimes you'd have to wait for the third train. And it was just, it was people like, I was always amazed no one fell on the tracks. Just that's how fucking busy it was. And, and you haven't been to Toronto. No, this was New York. I, I, no, they, they push. It's, I'm sure they push people oh, in New York as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But the point is, is I got on the train one day and the train was so packed. I had no bars near me to grab. So it was just like hand on the slippery ceiling. And it was also where it was like curved, right? So I really have no grip at all. This woman's face like is right here. And I mean right fucking here. It's the side of her face. And I get like a, a, a sudden like frog in my throat. And I just. <laughs> and dude, I saw the hair on her face move. Like like I moved the hair on the side of her face. I coughed on her face so hard. And I mean, think about it. That's a weird thing to be ingrained in my memory. But I remember thinking like I felt so awful. And the look she gave me. 
it's just gross. You're right. What we do is gross as humans, and we probably shouldn't all be packed in like this. But let me ask you a question: do you do you see like ivermectin coming into play into the mix? Well, do you think at some point they're going to be like, yeah, this is it. This is the drug we should have been using. I don't. I, I think they've gone too far. I wouldn't say. Listen, it's an easy. It's an easy off ramp. You don't say it's the drug we should have been taking. They just say, listen, in addition to your vaccine, this is the perfect. Why not? That's the that's no, a no, great I, way to. I, I just they're going to have to some. Yeah, you got to get a PR guy way. in there. That's what I'm not, saying. Yeah, this thing was the whole time, and they're never going to admit. Listen, I don't. I don't think they will. They're but never going to admit they were wrong. It would ever. have to be that way. You're you're saying. So yeah, they're just going to come out and say, listen, there's this drug they've been using for 40 years. It's the perfect uh, addition to your, and then yeah. I think they'll roll with that. I want to tell my New York subway story when I was a Simon. I, he d- didn't want to take the subway. I finally convinced him because private cars or whatever, you know, it takes a while. Like, we'll just get a subway. It's two blocks. It'll take five minutes. We get there. He's all psyched up, ready to go. The door opens and it's just the wall of people and no one moves. <laughs> so you got to sort of. Yeah, you have to make your way Absorb on. into it. And Simon says, no. And we leave, never to ride the subway again. And I believe you've done that on a couple elevators as well. Oh, the all doors the open. time. If there's elevators. four people on the elevator, I guess we're taking the stairs. Kamar, one day the train's ripping by me, and as it's ripping by, I can see it's sardines. Just people, 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 people. As it slows down, the door stops right in front of me. And for some reason, there's like a six-foot bubble of no people on this one train. And I'm like... <laughs> Sweet. So the doors open up and I go to step on and I notice that all the people standing right there are looking. They have that like anxious look like. And I look down, there's a pile of puke like (laughs) six feet wide. Dude, this is New York for you. And everyone is just standing around it. Like no, and watching people walk through it and then kind of giggling to themselves. It was, it smelled so foul. But I was just thinking to myself, I was like, isn't it nuts that we do this every day? That like people are so, like there were people just sitting there reading their newspaper with their shirt over their nose. It was so fucked up and you saw that every day so meanwhile you're even like 10 seats away you're still breathing in somebody's pew like i don't need this do you know what i'm saying i'm nothing about ivermectin or any of that just purely on how gross having to live around so many people is like i'm not I, i want as little as i need well, I mean, that's why the Arkansas dude was like, everyone's moving out. Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. He was from a suburb of a town of 2000. Yeah. <laughs> the suburb of a town of 2000. Anyways, we'll get there. Well, all I was trying to say before is my point about um, seeing people wear masks were sort of like, oh, that's weird. They wear a mask in bigger cities. I think it'll be totally common now, a year from now, once the mask mandate's been lifted or, or wherever, for some people to always wear a mask from now on. So the, more commonplace. So then you guys think... Like if, if ivermectin is this miracle, which it could possibly be, then every time we hear like bad news about India, that's all lies. Every time we hear it, right? Because... Well, we haven't heard anything about India. We heard something about India and they're well, saying apparently they kicked this I in. was just reading this morning that they're like having all sorts of trouble there. So, But there's parts of India that are bigger than North America. Well, yeah, he said that like, one province like in India would be the tenth largest country in the world. To speak of India as a whole, maybe, but I, I think it's like it's a lot of people. Like Australia is going into lockdown again. There's all these reoccurrences happening. So again, I'm with you. Don't trust anybody. DTA. But 
Is that all like really? That's all bullshit. Well, the UK is going into lockdown. Bullshit. They had protests this no, weekend. No, I I know. I, so I'm asking, like, I'm just trying to I get a know, handle Simon. on this. You're asking some retard. Well, that's one thing. There are protests all the time. They're not covered. I mean, I see a lot of protests. They, they are, but they're not like. It's not like. Do these people have a point? It's just like uh, conspiracy theorists and QS are in the streets again, arguing for whatever. And I don't know if they have a good point or they're just brats who want to party or, or whatever. But it's all over the world. There are protests constantly, but it's not like part of the conversation. That's what I feel. I feel that suppressed. If you saw that all over the world, everyone's protesting this, there'd be a different attitude to what's going on. Everyone thinks everyone's complying. So if ivermectin is a miracle drug that they're trying to keep away, then should we go even farther than that? And the same people who are trying to suppress this drug are the same people who started the virus in the first place? Well, that's, that's a different conversation, though, because if it is, it is a lab leak, we know people working on it, then we had a big head start. Like oh, is, let me throw like this. Like, is this you. a oh, response? You'll love this. Is this a response? Sorry, Maddie. Go you'll, ahead. You'll love this. Go ahead. Imagine this: a CIA agent trying to make his druthers pushes forward a lab leak. He says, "Listen." He says, "We have a drug that's been available for forty years that can eliminate this COVID nineteen. We'll leak it from this lab in China. We'll make it look like the Chinese. Whatever, make up whatever narrative you want, okay?" And they're doing it under the guise of they have this ivermectin that can cure the world of this. This will be no problem. So they, re- they release this thing and no one gets around to ivermectin and it spreads like wildfire and it creates all this tension and turmoil and kills the economy. And meanwhile, some CIA guy is like, they just need to get the ivermectin. The only problem with that is we, they have gotten around to ivermectin and they said no. But even better. The CIA guy was like, no, they'll have to, like, a scientist will come forward and say ivermectin. So he's bummed now. Like this Maybe was, he's not. not supposed to, well. I mean, again, depends what the CIA druthers was, you know, how much uh, druthers was. I think should he... refer to the expert on how this <laughs> went down. So back, so is it a response then? Like, is them keeping ivermectin from everybody, was that the plan all along? Or was that just this happens to be the cure and we got to make sure it doesn't get through. This cure's unprofitable. Suppress it. Well, doesn't it depend when they, I, I think there's a lot of things at play here. When did they discover it? There's no, way, no, no, no. When did they discover that it had any properties again? Cause that might've just been a happy coincidence, right? Like they might've noticed six months in, like you're saying, they might have said the correlation in Africa is... Well, it's like the story he told. I don't think it was ivermectin he was talking about. I think it was some other uh, antipsychotic drug at, at the Assane Asylum in Paris, or in France, rather, where all these... It was all the... It was all the Assane Asylum workers that were getting sick with COVID, but none of the residents. And it's because this... Because the drug they were giving them for whatever anti was working yeah. to battle. That, so that's what I'm COVID. saying is they might not have known right away. They might have realized six months into COVID when they had already dumped a ton of money into research, and and that could be the other thing. I mean, again, when I said money drives it, money drives it in a lot of different ways. If a pharmaceutical company has spent four billion dollars pushing forward this vaccine, hear me out, and then they realize halfway through, or someone discovers halfway through, hey, this other thing. 
they've already worked out that hey, we're going to make fifteen billion off the four million billion we've spent. They can't just lose they've that gone four billion. Too far as possible. I mean, no I return. agree with all of that, except that they already got a free ride pushing the vaccines through. Like usually, you have to spend X amount of dollars over X amount of years but to Simon, make anything work. They already got it pushed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're forgetting too. Like they, it's like bankers. Like they don't play the game normally. Like you would think that yeah. way. No, I would no, think no, that no. way. Uh, of course. They would go, I came to make 20 billion. I'm making 20 billion. Like I'm not here to make four. Like where you would be like, well, they already pushed it through. They made, they would go, no, the maximum was pushing it through and getting a hundred percent of people vaccinated. You know what I mean? Well, we could say that's lack of a better word, evil. And the problem with human beings. Yes. Greed that. is of course, I would say greed of all the, the seven deadly sins is this really is Arkham's razor though. It comes down to Arkham, Eric B and Rakeem. Either way, it's not Arkham. Why is this happening? Money. Well, no, it could be Batman's. money. There's got to be another reason. This can't be over money. Is foolish, right? To me, money I mean, makes the most sense. It, it does see. Yes, money makes the most sense. It does seem hard to believe when you're dealing with and totally like, feasible. Um the mass loss of human life. But I mean, history shows us that they don't give a fuck. And, right? and to your point, it's just never been on this scale before. Like Matt said, they would have to tiptoe their way to explain it. Just coming out saying, yeah, we, we totally missed, missed the mark on this one. And ivermectin was the way to go would destroy any credibility CDC, I mean, what it could governments have like again, yes and no, though, Kamar. You know what? People be forgiving. I go back to bankers. Yeah, listen, I go back to bankers. All the banks fucked us out of trillions of dollars. They're still in operation. We all still hold accounts with them. Like nothing changed. They all still give out massive bonuses. And, and listen, like if they turned around right now and were like ivermectin, let's do this. Let's the same way we fast track the vaccine. We've decided now we're fast tracking. We don't need clinical trials on ivermectin with covid we're just doing this let's do this like nobody would we would just be like yeah let's do this you know you if you cure COVID i mean the weirdest thing the point, thing that you're I saying i just don't think anybody's looking the, back well the thing that you're saying no, makes they didn't cure covid with the vaccine though but either way what he's saying makes the, the most sense no, i'm saying is like, if you cured oh, it with ivermectin if, my bad, my bad. if you guys were gonna fast forward through all this other shit with the vaccine anyway then why don't you fast forward some ivermectin trials and just get it the fuck over right. it, like, or put it the vaccine that's a placebo. Nice. No, put ivermectin. The whole, my whole quandary is that this vaccine does nothing to eradicate COVID. Mm -hmm. It just, it just protects the human body from uh, symptoms and getting like hospitalized. Ivermectin gets rid of COVID. So it's like, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a no brainer there. Do you know what I mean? It's uncomparable. One's a cure. The other one is yes, like I understand a, what you're saying. I'm just saying, why not? You're saying put it in the vaccine. They can still sell their vaccines and we get rid of COVID. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. But suppress ivermectin, keep going with vaccines. You're just playing this game. And and his point was, this has to happen now or COVID will just be like the weather. It'll just be a part of our lives. Which is, and, and that's again, that's where I'm on with him because I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what they want because then they get to sell us COVID drugs from booster, now until infinity. Booster, booster, you know, booster. Or it's not so much that. It's that if COVID's around forever, then they have carte blanche at this point 
to just be like, all right, two month lockdown. Well, and then Jeff Bezos makes another five billion, and well, and whatever be- business you've started is closed for two months. Like, I mean, I just again, I don't really if unless they're striving for this like one world government type scenario, why are they hating on the the small business? Do you think, I mean, again, you're the tinfoil hat guy. Like, it's more taxes for them. Yeah, but not. But again, if you actually, if you want to, let's say you were super rich and you wanted to be gone with the government, then you don't give a shit about tax. You're like, I'm just going to sap all the money out of everyone. And when I have all the money, I make all the decisions because no one else has any power at that point anyway. Oh, you want me to pay taxes? Okay, well, then I just, you know what I mean? Like, I just, if we already know that 1% of people control all the money and it doesn't, you know. It almost seems like the government at this point is almost for show regardless, is it not? No, well, they'd have to be absolute. It means every government has to be crooked. I would. I like we're would really like, just throwing away all. No, they're not. I can't believe I'm the voice of reason. No, it's here, not. You it's know not, what I mean? It's not that they're crooked. Their job is to stay in power. So they they have to make decisions just like just like those. Um, South Korea sent the masks to the Canadian government for veterans and they refused them because they were worried about the optics. They're supposed to make the right decision to help people, but they said, if we accept these masks, then it's going to look like we're not prepared, so we're just going to say no. Simon, also, don't forget, like, the government's supposed to help the people. Often the government just makes decisions that are not at all in the interest of the vast majority of us. always. Yeah, so it's... Agreed. Well, there we go. Well, would you would you guys be excited if somehow out of this, um, once we're in the clear or whatever, someone stepped up and said the government takes some of this power away from the government? Like I and give it to nobody. No, I give it to someone. I think we should have had a referendum on the lockdowns, and we could have a referendum on ivervectin and or vaccines. But I think I've said this since the beginning of this podcast. I think referendums should be how we run the majority of the fucking country. It seems like it'd be too expensive and not with blockchain. And, and but the argument is make a find well, out a way for the blockchain. You have to be well informed. Not everyone's going to be on the same page. I, I'm with you 100. percent I'm just saying the Diablo avocado to it. But I really think this idea of like you guys keep doing this, we'll give you back what was already yours that was sort of our fault because we didn't close down airports and stuff. Like it's. It's too much power. Agreed? Or thank God they did what they did. They saved us all. Whoa, whoa, I a think year later. Hold on. A year later. See, you're giving us two options, though. There's a place in the middle. No. I, but I'm just saying, Kamar, I think... You, 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 so you could say neither. I think this. Yeah. I'm I, just asking you a question. I'm not trying to then yes. put you somewhere. No, no. If the, I would say it's somewhere in the middle of what you said, to mm-hmm. be completely honest. That's fair. I think no matter what, and keep in mind, I'm human too. If you had said at the beginning of COVID, you solve this or you do, no way I make all the right moves. Impossible. And I would say that, I would say even the most educated amongst us are going to fuck up a few things. It's a, it's, there's a lot going on. It's a global pandemic. Keep in mind, you're trying to save small businesses, save lives, you know, keep hospitals. It, I don't think it's an easy job. I'll say in the beginning, all bets are off, whatever's happened. But now that we're getting a year 14 months is starting to become a little apparent that... uh... I mean, let's keep in mind, we live... Here's the weird thing. When I hear Joe talk about, like, Ontario specifically, Ontario is run by the Conservatives. Doug Ford is a Conservative. He is our Premier. For those, it's like a state governor for the the American listeners. And healthcare is provincial. 
and healthcare. But keep in mind, he, you know, a lot, so many right wing Doug Ford supporters now are like, this guy's gone. I'm not voting for this fuck. He's out. So, you know, I asked the question a few weeks ago, like, is it, did he, was he trying to do what he really thought was the right thing and committing political suicide? Or do you think he had some nefarious? Wow. I told you the conspiracy that he made all the stickers for the six feet distancing stickers. His company made those. So <laughs> that's another killer worms. I'm just saying, I wasn't a Doug Ford fan regardless. My point is just people that voted for him are now like, fuck this guy. And all I was saying was it seemed like political suicide. You would have to assume he thought he was doing the right thing to keep people safe, regardless of where he is on the political spectrum, right? Yes. I, I just, even if Ivermectin is right, even if that's the way they should have gone. Or could go still. Them erring on the side of caution is what makes sense at the time. Like, I, I just, you can't look back a year from now and be like, yeah, we should have just done nothing because I mean, that's crazy talk. Simon brings up a good point. We don't exist in a world where we have a Petri dish with, you know, example A, where we did all these other things and it went this way. We don't really know. If this thing was, if this thing was 50% more deadly, we would be, we wouldn't be having this conversation because one of us would be dead. Absolutely. So. We came out on the other side of this and it's great. My only thing is that it's like a year later now, you sort of start to call a spade a spade, a shovel or, or, or whatever you want to call it. Because we've, we have done so well and they never showed. Every time there's lockdowns, like we've got these models. Like what if the exact amount of people that they model for did end up dying? They would never actually come out and say, if we don't lock down, we're pretty sure 20,000 people are going to die. They just said, we have models. D do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so but there, I mean, let's also there are measures along the way that we can now look back on and see how well we did, but we don't for some reason. Well, let's also keep in mind, we knew at some points there were ICUs in Toronto that were over capacity. So there was a problem, right? We're not, we're not just totally no, discounting I don't, that. Like, do you, I, I'm, you, there really is COVID. Absolutely, and ICUs are always at overcapacity in non-COVID times. No, ICUs are not always at overcapacity in non-COVID times. That is I, not true. I will bring some evidence to the contrary. Okay. That it is a constant problem in a lot of provincial healthcare systems. But the biggest, weirdest thing for me is we are grouped in with Toronto or the Golden Horseshoe. Like, it is so much safer in Ottawa. Well, forget Ottawa. Than looking at... But let's the province is what it is. Forget Ottawa. Imagine if you lived in Thunder Bay, Ontario. What I'm saying is, if you lived in Northern Ontario in a small fucking town of a thousand people, it's insane that you're going to be in the red zone because Toronto, a city of five million, the fifth most populated city in North America or fourth, whatever. I agree with all of that. Like it was mishandled. There's no yeah. doubt about that. It doesn't take away from the fact that something had to be done. I, and something yeah. was done. Yeah. And now we're here. I get it. I feel like you want us to look back and say they should have done nothing. No. I've, we've all agreed they should have shut down international flights. Yeah. yeah. I, I, said, that. My, I said that right I away. think looking back now, you shut down really hard. Like really hard. And leave the small businesses open and close the huge businesses. Like they got all of that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I... I, I, I so we can look back and see what they got right. And I'm pretty sure the toughest one is schools and kids. Like what the effect 
psychologically will be two years from now. If we're going to have depression. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, listen, I've seen, I will say this, I'm 38, I don't have kids, so I'm using like very little anecdotal evidence. I've seen some Zoom classes online where the teacher looks like, it, again, it doesn't look perfect, but it doesn't look like the kids are that disengaged or, I get it, they're not having the personal contact and that's going to be a little bit weird for them, but like, dude, when I was young, the teachers went on strike, I think twice, where I was out of school for like three or four months. I don't remember it having a huge effect on me or fucking me up. I get it. This is a year and a half. It's extended, but. And and did you guys watch uh, Montreal? Ready Tear their city apart? Well, I'm not sure if they tore the city apart or it was like 10,000 people cheek to cheek, no masks outside the stadium and they had to disperse them. And I think that's why they shot the tear gas and that's what made it unruly. I think it was just uh, over capacity, but there should be a super, there should be serious problem. I mean, I'll say this: I saw. Do you I know what I mean? I remember, I remember hearing that they were going to let thirty five hundred people in the Bell Center, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I saw the video of all the people outside, outside. and I was like, what are they doing? I was like, what are we doing here? Like Portnoy had a video yesterday about NC State getting disqualified from the the College World Series because, um someone on their team tested positive for COVID or something. So I guess the whole team had to then forfeit. They've never heard of ivermectin. No, but his, his point was like, he was like, they're playing in a stadium with 35,000 people sitting side by side. And your issue is that the team can't play together on the field. Like he was like, what are we doing here? And I mean, shit like that. I feel like we've just thrown logic out the window. I said it. I said when Muncho was in Vegas, players on the bench, 30,000, 28,000, whatever, 18,000 people in the stands, no um, masks, and the four coaches, just surrounded by people, are wearing masks. Yeah. I guess the masks do work. Anyways, this, this I think, is uh, an eye-opener. I'm glad um, it happened, because I can't articulate any of this stuff. And I would not well, you try didn't to know make... about ivermectin before this. No, <laughs> no, been able to articulate but I, it either I, way. I had heard his discussion with um, the creator of the mRNA okay. vaccine, which is a, a different discussion. Point being is, I won't make the mistake of Simon of trying to go to someone and tell him this information because I will just butcher it and make it look bad. You know, as yeah, a defender's that was, wife. That was a that was a mistake on my part. But and let... and it, it's just I have it, but I would urge anyone to listen to this. And make your own conclusions. But I can't push this or use this as fact to move forward. I got to say in closing too, it just dawned on me like we've been, we've been listening, you know, Brett Weinstein's had his podcast throughout all of COVID. And he's been talking about mRNA va vaccines for how like a while now. I've never once heard him mention this ivermectin drug. So it's obviously new to him. It's obviously just been brought to his attention recently as well. And also the suppressing and the demonetization of him is new. I've never heard him complain about this till now. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons on there. And he literally was going, that's why I preface this at the beginning. I think this is a great guy and I think his intent is the best. And he's like, this is affecting my livelihood because this is how he makes his money by, by uh, keeping open discussion about important things. And it's, it's suspect. That's all I have to say. I agree. It sounds totally suspect. It's something that I hope we get to the bottom of. We'll see if there's any articles or any coverage. Had he thrown in something about gender 
not a right to play, and it sort of got well talking about ivermectin. But Joe, once again, it's almost like even if you, you can get a discussion going on people trying to de- debunk it at this point, at least it's in the people that, are talking about uh, yeah, it. A, a counterpoint to this, yeah. like I haven't even heard anybody talking about it. That's the but that's like the total silencing of all fucking even the conspiracy people I haven't heard talking about it. Bill Maher did a piece on it this week. Mind you, I have kind of like Bill Maher. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. It it it's foolish though to think that we have the access to the information. Like uh one of the things Eric also said to Lex is that when you Googled school bus and I Googled school bus and he Googled school bus there was a time when the exact same results would come up for it, what it thinks you mean by school bus. But it now looks at your search history and you're going to get a slightly different thing for even school bus. Oh, Asian gangbang school bus. Because mm-hmm. that, uh, that's all I look at is for gangbang. <laughs> I or, meant me. But or or, or <laughs> sure. whatever it is, like the, our, we're not all looking up the same thing. Maybe DuckDuckGo no. you are. But with Google, forget about it. You are getting what he thinks you personally yeah. want more. And I, I think that's, I've always liked general consensus. I think for comedy, that helps too. Everyone's sort of be on the same page about one thing. You know, it's a real problem too, is I'm going to try and like, try and find out who's saying what about what with this whole ivermectin thing, okay? And you're trying to like, every website is called... WebMD or MedUSA or Vaccine International or they all sound so like how do you even know you know what I mean you have to fact check the fact checker how like information is being suppressed you know you can almost you know you can almost always tell though Simon to be completely honest is look at the advertising if there is advertising first of all that's usually a fucking that's usually a pretty big red flag. How shitty the advertising is placed or like that's another big, big, big I mean, red flag. I, um, I don't even know anymore. I was listening to um, Sunday Papers on the way over here. Excellent podcast. Yeah, great podcast. <laughs> they um, were doing an ad for Kratom. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was just like, wow. You, you, what are you saying? They stooped? No, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know if, I know nothing about Kratom. You know what it's I mean? It's a plant. It's like, it's like matcha tea sort of thing. And it's a, it's a, like a mild opioid. Yeah. And you can buy it legally in yeah. Canada. Yeah. But from what I understand, it is addictive. But you, so, you smoke weed. What do you give a fuck? No, um, I, 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 it just, you were talking about ads. I just don't think people are so like discerning yeah you know what i mean i just meant when you're on a website there's a few like red flags for me i, I it's just tougher in a podcast i get it like if you go to um the point i was trying to make not very eloquently matt is if you go to like lex friedman's podcast right now this is a bad example i don't even know if this is the truth sure like who are his sponsors you know what i mean yeah, yeah. do you really think they're all so like fucking shiny clean like no people when you're trying to make money in the podcast world, like you take ads, you take ads from Kratom, you take ad, whether you know Kratom to be like a good thing or not. I don't think, I don't think just, it's a bad thing. 
Simon, there's a guy in the in the YouTube realm. His name is what's his name? You understand what I'm driving at, though. I'm giving that kratom. I'm giving you an example. There's a guy in in the YouTube world. His name is Linus Tech Talks. He's this weaselly little tech nerd. Anyway, he did an ad for obviously someone that paid for an ad. Like they, you know, that's how ads work. We know this. Uh, and he got lit up online because they were like the guy that runs this. I guess it was a crypto website that he was advertising. And they were like, you didn't look into this. The guy that runs this crypto website has been like accused of all these fucking, you know, fraud and this, that, and the next. And he had to do a whole video. He was like, listen, I'm sorry. Like someone came to me with an ad. I I apologize for not vetting it. Like, you know, we're the perfect example. Like if someone comes to us with an ad, 99% of the time I hit yes. I'm not going to vet them. Unless it was like a pro-Nazi thing or something. We might have some reservations. Listen, I go to every website. That's about it. And if the website looks like, you know, they're a legit company, that's where it ends for me. I'm not looking into like, are they fucking ethical? Was Werner von Braun the grandfather of the guy that started it? Like, and we don't le- fucking know. Unless we forget, I believe there's a good two-year run where every Joe Rogan podcast started them talking about dropping hot loads in a fleshlight. Yeah. And back then, if you turn on, I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? This sounded very Bush League. And here we are. So, yeah. I'm, 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 unless it's like. I just meant when you're on a website, Simon, that's all I'm talking about. You can, there's certain red flags that jump out to me that say, like, this is a, a questionable website or, like, you know, something's just amiss. But if you ask a metal, medical doctor, have I asked a medical doctor about like, ivermectin? I, I, w- I would avo- avoid the internet. A for suppression and whatever reason, but if you knew someone, you could ask, "Have you ever heard of this?" Like, I think I know what he's want getting to know about at. Prize. I mean, you do have a, a resource, like a tapped resource. Do you not, your old man? Couldn't you just ask him about this uh, ivermectin? I don't, I don't know if he knows anything about ivermectin or not. It won a Nobel, Nobel Prize. Prize. There's That's no way your dad doesn't know something. No, but whether it has any cure for COVID, like who knows that? Well, no, yeah, but he could. He has. You could be like, read a paper, pops. I know you Mexico, got Mexico, India, Africa. Um, Argentina, eight hundred nurses. It's, it's Simon. Get to the bottom of this. We need the fucking. I'm info. just saying. Has someone heard of this? That, that that's what I thought you were asking. Like, I don't know what these guys have to lie. Like, there's no financial gain. It's just an honest concern. This evidence is out here. We're not sure why we're going down. I I'm totally with you. And if we're playing devil's advocate, I don't know what their gain is. I have no idea what their gain would be. That's not to say that they don't have one. I just... Are you talking about Weinstein and this guy? or uh, the-, the whole group of doctors. Like, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're... Fu- Listen, I'm just saying. As easily as it could be. Probably not as easily. But they could be working for Ivermectin. Who fucking knows? You know what I mean? They could be working for Ivermectin. <laughs> big Ivermectin. That's the next yeah, one. Big Ivermectin. <laughs> well, who, but who, even, know, who knows? I though? don't even know. Who knows? I don't this even this know could be a catalyst anymore. for monumental change. Like, this is pretty fresh. No, no, no. But we, we say, know, we say we know that, that nothing every, is the catalyst for monumental yeah, change. 9 11. We say that every fucking time, man. I watched Margin Call and The Big Short this week. Nothing is ever a catalyst for big change, ever. Everything stays the same or gets worse. That's it. What if Trudeau was a hardcore Roganeer? And we're just like, Sophie, Sophie, we've done this all wrong. Get the premieres online. He shaves his head? No, No, because he's obviously... Look, if they're suppressing ivermectin, it means that all of these world leaders are in the pockets of Big Pharma, like deep in the pockets. It doesn't have to be them. It just has to be someone in the head of their... Teresa Tam. Yeah. Totally corrupt. 
It I has trust, to be totally. But see, that's just the Brett over Teresa. Brett Weinstein, yeah, that's fine. But she, like, when you look at that woman, does she strike you as someone who's going to take a payday? She's a woman? I didn't even know. I just, I just know as a doctor. Okay, rate the episode. Like, if this, if this turns out to be true, which I'd probably be willing to bet more on the side of yay than nay, it is going to show you that the entire thing is crooked beyond belief. Or driven by profit. You weren't already aware of that. Yeah. No, but like this is crystal clear. You well, know? We, we, even in the beginning, we're saying the reason why the alien port is probably coming out is to get more money. Everything's for in money. In the man. biggest or, conversely, Kamar, aliens exist and they have to get us ready for it. It has nothing to do with money. But there's that. There's always the happy uh, thing of the money. I think it's tough for them to keep printing trillions and trillions they, and trillions. If they of really dollars. let all of these people die and all of and the economy crash, like we are, we're fucked, man. Well, the economy is going to crash. We're fucked. Sort of crashing right now. Oh no! It's this is nothing. Are you the economy in the next eighteen months? It's going to be like the twenties, but do you th- like twenty nine? Do you think there's going to be a boom before then? What are you talking about before then? We're up like record numbers right okay, now yeah. across everything. It's, it's, it's go time. I was thinking, what if aliens came down? The first thing they came across was bears. It got mauled. We're like, there's savages <laughs> down there. Get out of here. And that's what it was. And then they the see, only wait, thing and then, no, hold that on. could survive. Wait, and then they come back and we're shooting a nuke. They're like, the bears have nukes. Unbelievable. That would be awesome, eh? Like the only thing that survived was the bears. They just fought the aliens, like I'm, pure I'm, brute strength. Yeah. I'm really against, looking forward like to that in, podcast. Yeah, To that podcast. Let's wrap this one up. That went a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, you thought we were going to be anti-Ivermectin? Is that I what didn't you? know what it was. I didn't know if I was going to come off like somebody, an asshole or whatever. I'm really happy with the discussion we had. And I'm happy that Joe facilitated this discussion. Yeah. And I'm happy it's not on YouTube because we may not have seen this. I'm still not Bravo, certain Spotify. that the two week emerge like emergency is a strong word. <laughs> just if, well, if I'm nitpicking, actually true. It is. It, it isn't because you didn't. If you found out two weeks from now, it doesn't affect your life. Trust me. Does Joe think? Does Joe truly believe that by bringing this to the That's light, fair. yes, he does. Yes, he is going to enact change enough to get ivermectin in to people. Listen. Yes, he, he believes he that. Must. Do then, I? Absolutely imp- not. Then it's important to him. I get it. I'm is not, that listen. actually going to happen? No. No. It's his show. He can I do more. And, and more. Two weeks doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you agree? Now? Yeah. But listen, I agree with you. He felt like it was an emergency. It's his show. He wanted it. Just, you know, didn't feel like an emergency to me. That's all. I just, I don't like, you know how. You know, you know, I just can't believe that you could have called your dad and said, "Hey, you ever heard of still ivermectin?" Still can, still can, and you did. I'll ask him about ivermectin. Please tonight, I'll if you ask don't mind. Him about ivermectin. Thank you. Get him on speaker with all of us. Actually, I'm that would be even sure. Better. I'm sure he'll know no more than <laughs> usually. He just regurgitates CNN to me. Oh, that's he's that's not the problem. Wow. Okay. He's oh, not no like uh, no, but he he knows a doctor. I don't want CNN, but ask a colleague. Anyways, let's rate this. Okay, we got trash Lessinger. Uh, I give it a three. I give it four point five. Oh, can I say one thing in closing? I just didn't, I can't give it more than a four because I wasn't sitting there like I'm really enjoying this. I just like you probably need to hear this, but I you're not going to enjoy listening to it. Like if anything, it'll piss you off. I can't until I know. I, I like you know what I mean. I just had a great point and I lost it. For for me, it was the way they laid everything out. And we're not too quick to jump on anything and really try just to stress as many points. And 
it may not be this. It may not be this, but this is what it looks like. Yeah. So I thought. Listen, I'm not. You're fine with your four and a half. I just, I only rated it a three because, like I said, I you know I explained it. I, it wasn't wasn't I, super enjoyable. I for also me. give this a three. Totally interesting information, but it wasn't like when I heard the Manson. Um, you know what I mean? And I was like, just this one just made me angry. But this could be crazier. Yeah. So. In closing, I just want to say this. It's weird when like when Joe says it's an emergency and does this episode, it seemed like they had more to say and they hit the after three hour mark and Joe was like, okay, like I get it. He's a busy guy. He's probably got a hundred things to do. But if it's that important, like you sit with Duncan for five hours high on mushrooms. Like if you really think this ivermectin thing is super important, maybe let them ring off all like absolutely everything they feel they need to say. Does that make I think they were going to go more into the MNRA vaccine, okay. which they need to for. But even then, if for, we need to hear... And someone about the lab leak, which again, they're getting Fine, further away enough. from what they yeah. know. Okay. All right, we'll move on. We'll let uh, Kamar shit on Eliza Schlesinger. Schlesinger? Did I get it right? But, no, I want to make a case, just like Mr. Weinstein just did. Okay, Weinstein. let's hear your case. Give us the name of the number first. 1672 Eliza Schlesinger. I make fun of her name because right off the bat, she, I, I characterize Eliza as a sore winner. <laughs> Buckle up. Here we go. You think that's fair, don't you? I usually don't like her. Mm-hmm. I found myself less annoyed by her this time oh. for some reason. Then I watched her movie, and I want to kill myself. It's fucking dog shit, isn't it? Oh, my God. It, it, if she, she asked Joe to watch that, I would have been like, Joe, never watch Could that. you imagine, though, watch. if you didn't know any of it? And just it's went into so that movie bad. to watch it. It's so bad. It makes no sense at all. It's so bad. Do you it's think so it should have been so much better as a psychological thriller? Well, it was... Okay, they played the... <laughs> it was that... No, it's it supposed to be comedy. No, I, I get it. But that was the story minus any of like the real meat where the killing happens, you know? The killing? There was no kill. That's what he's saying. It's a there's because there's no kill. It's not really a psychological thriller. You kind of have to make it a comedy. He's saying where the action should have been, there was no action. She her story. Was, Simon wants Eliza to die at the end. It's not interesting. No, she could be the hero and fight Fine. the guy. But like, it, anyways, it was a terrible movie. It wasn't funny. Simon was needs horrible. either an attempted murder or a murder. Other, I'm agreeing with you, Kamar. But I think I think. She doesn't have the scope to think this could be a crazy psycho thriller actually involved the mum. No, that thriller has been done. Kamar. I, I know it's been done. I've seen it 15 times. Okay. So I makes a good point. It has been done 15 times, but I, I think she had a better chance doing that because it's a true story versus the psycho thriller that is fiction than what she decided to do here. I, I, in her defense... And I do this often, but I'll throw her a bone. It's tough for Eliza Schlesinger to walk into any producer's office and say, I've written this thriller, this murder thriller. You know what I mean? Like That's a good defense, Matt. They're probably not going to. It's a lot easier for her to say, I have this comedy You're a comic. And I comedy. don't think yeah. she wanted to do that. I think she wanted to tell this true story. My point was this even. stupid story that happened That's to her. fine. She probably did. I was just saying, even if she had wanted to do the story you guys wanted to hear, I don't think she gets to make that movie. My only point. 
I agree she doesn't get to make that movie because that movie's been made 15 times by it people has, way better than it her. Has, yeah. Julia Roberts. Single white female. Fucking, yep, um, yep, 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 yep. there's the Poppy one where Cat, I think, she like gets. Too, with Harry Connick Jr. Uh, kind of, yeah, with Angelina, was Angelina Jolie in that? Copy. Sigourney Weaver. Anyways. Was it Sigourney Weaver? So, wow. Someone befriends you and then they're actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 enemy within whatever it, sleeping with the enemy no, no, all of the shit man no, no, it's no, no, all no. been done a million times this was terrible terrible I thought oh wow I'm gonna get to watch like a fun comedy no I did the exact thing Simon you haven't watched it obviously I'm not well now why would I because you might like it. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> um so just a little thing Liza goes how she throws drinks on people when they piss her off yeah. right. Yeah. Joe turns around and goes, I've had drinks on me. Well, that's just horrible. Like, within 30 seconds, she condemns that what she does. Do you find her a little opinionated? I, I don't know how to say this any other way, but... She's pretty famous. She's pretty fucking cocksure of herself, well, eh? because she's done really well for herself. She got oh. lied to by some chump for a year. Like... Whatever. No, no, no. I just mean she's selling out stadiums. Yeah. She's she got... Well, yeah. uh, whole crew of people working for her. She's like, when you talk about the top grossing comedians, I'm not saying she deserves it, but she is, she's right there. She's a superstar. I was thinking, a I've superstar. never heard anyone talk about her like favorably. Like they, everyone talks about Whitney Cummings favorably. Sure. And Annie Letterman, I think no one ever talks about. I Liza. don't ever hear about Annie Letterman being talked about, but okay. I thought it was funny when she said, uh, there was a town where they voted to remove a stop sign. That's a, the most American thing I've ever heard, you yeah. know? Mostly they're adding stop sign. But then she said there's never been men dressing up as women that's been funny. Has she never seen kids in the hall? Like, She said men dressing up as women is hilarious. No, she yes. said it's the other way. It it's was women dressing up as men wasn't funny. That's what she said. And, okay. And I, listen, are there times where men dressing up as, or women dressing up as men is like funny? It's not the same kind of funny. I, I mean, guess I guess not. it's funny sometimes. But I, I kind of agree with that point. Men doing that is funny no matter what. It's just... It's funny because black people hate that shit. Like black actors. Like you'll, you'll hear Chappelle and Eddie Murphy both tell stories about being asked to dress up as women. and Which is crazy then to think that what's those guys did white chicks. The Marlon, uh, the yeah. Waynes brothers, yeah. 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 They were doing two huge yeah. taboos white on face, their own white self, face, right? Yeah. And dressing up as women. Point They for, couldn't go back to the hood after that, no. Maddie. No, hood pass revoked. Yeah. Point for Eliza then, men dressing up. I just, Kids in the Hall is hilarious. Men dressing up as women. Agreed. Again, Kids in the Hall is Canadian, like... I think it's, comedy, it's legend. No, I just meant though, as far, it's one of the best things to ever oh, come out of Canada by... By a long shot. But yeah, in comedy, it's... Again, the big talk, chunk talking about the homeless. And I think it's because a lot of comics have homeless jokes. Yeah. And she's not funny when she talks about it. <laughs> she's literally stating why this happens. I just don't want them talking about homeless anymore. I think once, though, you hit a certain level of success, joking about the homeless. Like, if you see... If you go to a comedy show in Ottawa and you just see a local... Talking about the like joking about the homeless, it seems like, like it's, a, a yeah, it seems like something. it's less distasteful than seeing like someone who makes you know five million dollars a year taking jabs at the homeless. That's all. Not that they're ever going to hear, especially them. since the majority of comics are almost homeless. Well, that or that's, we're homeless, but that's what I'm saying is it seems less. You know, it's more like a lived just, experience, whereas these guys are just kind of like 
being like, oh, I'm tired of seeing homeless people, you know, whatever. Because she, again, we know my first problem there, she was doing comic for three years, and then she won... Uh, Last comic standing. And the rest is history. Second problem, she's a female. Third problem, successful. Um, but come on, let me, I, I gotta ask. Um, she won Last Comic Standing. Yeah. So, I mean... She's funny. She's had five Netflix specials. No, no, but I'm just I saying... I don't think she's funny. I know. I, that's not it, though. It's like, I, I mean, I can understand. Like, I get I get the... That fam won Last okay, Comic Standing. I have a question for you, though, okay? Here, here's a good analogy. Blood sport. Okay? We're having, like, a blood sport tournament. Okay? <laughs> and... Ten of the guys doing it are veterans of any given martial art. And then there's one guy who enters who's just a fucking... Hot chick with nice body? No, uh, just a guy. You know what I mean? Special Greg. And Travis he, Pastrana's and cousin. And he wins blood sport. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking incredible. I think we don't take anything away from him. I think she's him, mediocre you know? looking. She never wins blood sport. Yeah. I think she never. <laughs> I, I'm pro- I'm probably with you there. Like, I, I don't her being it. super hot helps her a lot. In a time where there's no men in comedy, she was the right place, no right women, time. No, no men in comedy. Her. No women in comedy. But that uh, movie questions her talent. Um, she said she was going to Alabama because she. W- no one is going to Eliza Schlesinger show. Like, yeah, there's there's this comedian. It's all her fans. Do you know what I mean? She acts as if she likes to go places to. See what both sides think of it. I'm telling you, everyone who's going to her show is going to her show because they love her. What do you think the other comedians think of her, like at the comedy store? I don't think they think anything of her because they don't mention her. I think they respect his respect and whatever. If she asked me to open for her, that'd be an amazing opportunity for me. But I've never heard someone, Eliza, like... Well, Kamar, Christina P. and Nikki Glazer were mentioning that a well-known female comedian comedian, excuse me, is a real cunt. And they wouldn't say who. Well, you know who I think it is. <laughs> um, Ali Wong. In Texas, okay. you can kill she someone. She was so bad in this movie. Who? Ali Wong. Oh, she's in the movie? Oh, yeah. Bad decisions were made. I like <laughs> the guy, Horrible I, decisions. I like the guy who played the liar. And I, I was thinking this Yeah, whole, he was okay, I guess. He'd be a better guest than this podcast had they got him on. Like his side of the story. The actor's side of the story or the real guy? The, the actual guy that oh, liked the actual her, guy would be, her, that'd be a way better fucking Would guest. be gold. You can kill someone in Texas for fucking your wife. As long as you just walk in right there and you're upset in that moment. You have no history of animosity. Is that what it was? Person. You could kill them? And no, I thought someone. it was you could sue them. That too. I don't think you can kill them. You can kill them for if you walk in on them fucking your wife. It's like castle it, law. She's your property. And well, that's was Eliza's attempt at joke was. But you can also sue. Oh, no. <laughs> you also could sue someone for fucking your wife. This is according to Eliza. This or is according to Jamie. Jamie, Joe, and Eliza. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. She said she l- wanted to believe that the Thanos girls believed her machine worked. Theranos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yes. She oh, said no. that. That woman never thought that Yeah, but the, the best worked. is Joe goes, yeah, but I mean, there's all this evidence to the contrary. And she was like, oh. Well, I guess that maybe changes it. <laughs> I was like, maybe. Yeah, definitive evidence usually will change I mean, your mind. Maybe at the start, the Theranos woman thought she was going to do good for the world. Like, who knows what her mindset was if it was like a oh, scam yeah. from day one. I don't know that. I, I'm not inside her head. 
But, but they knew those machines never worked. Liza, for sure, for sure. At this point, she'd have said, yeah, she's just a scammer. She goes, no, I want to believe that she believed her machines work still. I think the whole thing was summed up with the drive-in comedy, though. That was a real moment, eh? Joe says, Bert was the first. No, no, actually, I wasn't. It was me. We'll look this up. And then she, well, fine, I get one thing wrong. Like, Liza, chill out. You've got movies. You got five Netflix specials. Like she was, she's a sore loser, a sore winner. I, I really, I think that's the best way to sum her up. She tried. I love when he runs out of air when he's, when he's so angry. on watermelon from a TikTok challenge. Like that's admitting you're a fucking simp. Would you ever try? If I said, Simon, you got to try this mustard on watermelon. I showed up with three grand Big Macs today. So yes, technically, I guess I would, wouldn't I? Mm. I would never try mustard on watermelon. I don't think. I, yeah, actually, I, I might just because I don't know. That seems so fucking weird. But no, I okay. wouldn't. Well, because one for her. because salt on watermelon was better than I thought. I might have to try it. But there's no way that I actually think that mustard on watermelon is good. No way, impossible. And I don't think I'm trying it. Oh, I'm never gonna try it. No. Yeah. That's it. That's all you have. Wow. Airheads are not good. No, airheads are trash. Simon? I do not like airheads. She spoke of airheads like it was the secret sauce. Like, what? You don't know? They're, they're trash. Also, of all the candies, too, her other <sighs> one was Sour Patch Kids. I don't mind a Sour Patch Kids, so I was Hold split on. there. You don't mind it. I like it. I oh, love okay. me some Sour Patch Kids. Nowhere near the top of the list for me. Oh, I really like Sour Patch Kids. Swedish berries all fucking day. Coca-Colas. I, like I like Coca-Colas. Big Cokes, Little Cokes. Don't fucking care. My favorite is... A sour key. A good oh, sour love. key. Dude, if you go to Costco and you can buy the big fuck... Oh, I go God. to Bulk Barn. Yeah. And if you can get the big sour keys that are fresh, like the big keys. Like, I like the little keys more. But if you can find fresh big keys... Okay, you're making them too big. They're not this big. The ones that are like... They're like... A little key is about... Yeah. Two, in, two and a half inches like a, long. It, yeah, it's like a... And a big key is like six inches yeah. long. Then she went on to say the reality that um, if you're a girl and you fuck a guy, be nice to him. That's all he wants. If you're a girl and you fuck a guy and you be nice to if him. If you want a guy, you don't have to like, she said, you don't have to chug a beer and pick up football. Oh, no, she was right about that. I don't. Yeah. When, whenever Mary's like, would, like, wouldn't you like it more if I played video games? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like if you no, we also want to be left alone. And, and But Joe was like sort of skeptical. He goes, uh, I've done five Netflix specials on it, so I know what I'm talking about. She was just so defensive and just, she's got no vulnerability. I just feel like she's trying a, to be funny. I had a hard time well, a really believing that, that yeah, these guys, these two were friends at all. Mm -hmm. That was the part that there was a disconnect for me. Like I felt like these two would be friendly if they saw each other, but like. They were just selling a movie. Well, again, I don't think they are great friends. She's not on often. And she, she has been she on just since came 484. Out with a movie since 484. Well, that's when she told the story. Maybe she's been on this since, but I, I don't think she has. I think she I has. I think she's once, been on once yeah. since then. And she sent a message like, Is Joe going to be there? What does that mean? She wasn't sure if Joe was going to show up or stiffer. No, yeah, she I, said her agent thought that or something. Anyways, a good What's friends would be like, <laughs> ride or die, you know, you're going to be there. No, that was that's a huge difference. She, Yeah, Simon's right. Her I agent don't think he is. I think she sent the text. 
Okay. Either way, I don't care. I don't like her. Yeah. I don't like her. Uh, no. The, uh, I just there. We can't just. It can't just be a giant rail. No. Road. No. We no, have no. to like. I have something positive Diablo here. Diablo avocado. I have something. A I, bit. No. No. I have a couple of points before I put her to sleep. Um, <laughs> Till he gives her the DDT. I'm at the age now where I think I could go watch a reenactment battle. No. I I don't think I'd, my summer trip would be able about it. But if I was somewhere and someone said. I had nothing to do, and there's this Reacma battle. I'd go check it out. No, I have zero. I repeat, zero interest in that. I could probably watch a LARPing thing. That way, seems way worse. That seems funny to me. Okay, so but this- the slowness of the fucking like the reloading and the fucking kneeling down, so fucking but, boring. But what if what if it was a okay? If you could actually go to see a battle. Like you're a hologram, watch it. You know what I mean. So you could go watch a Braveheart battle. Oh, that you could would watch be a, cool. You could watch a samurai battle. You could watch uh, Genghis Kong hordes. You beaches, could watch the British line. Well, if we're beaches doing that, Normandy. why can't I be in the mm. battle? I wonder if that'd be too brutal. That's the one I'm picking. Hey, sorry. If we're just doing this, why can't I be in the battle? Like, let's well, holiday. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're getting. What sure, battle? What not? battle w- would you choose? Yeah, I'd be on a, I'd be on one of the boats. Like, you, I'd want no, to. No, no, you'd want to be in one of those German turrets. <laughs> that was all protected. Well, no, because it's a hologram. No, 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 but it's a hologram. Yes, so you want to see what it's saying, like for those saying. guys, right? Yeah, you're no, saying. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I do. Yeah, I, I want to see the. the f- oh, sorry. Oh, I just I want to see the front thing of the boat go down, and like you said, it's that'd be fucking insane. An old west battle would be cool. Well, that's what I think. I think Samurai would be cool. Like, um, uh. Massive battle between the uh, cowboys and the Indians. Joe also would have a different story. It was really recreated with guys riding horses crazy and throwing the three arrows off. That Game of Thrones battle where they fight the the giants, that's pretty cool. I think a samurai battle would be my go-to. I think that'd be something special. The good see. thing about the samurai battles is if you could do it like early enough where there were no guns. Yes, no gunpowder. Where it was just samurais versus samurais, you know? Vikings might be pretty cool to watch them just rape and pillage. Vikings seem so, like, disorganized. I like some sort of decorum. Yeah, the rape and pillage, I don't, yeah. It's right up his alley. You don't like Hagar the Horrible? Um, uh, Yeah, those are the Vikings I think of when I think of Vikings. The one thing she did mention that was cool is the short story, The Lottery, which you guys aren't aware of. Can you remind me? It's about this city that has a lottery. And uh, when you win the lottery, whoever wins the lottery gets stoned to death by the town. And there's this woman who's like, how important is everyone plays lottery and everyone does it and then then it ends up being her. And it's just, it's almost like the tall poppy syndrome. Huh? The tall poppy syndrome that uh, the the doctor last week was talking about in Australia. If you get too big, everyone hates you. Like they don't really love to put their stars up. It's called Tall Poppy Syndrome. You don't remember that? No. Anyways, everyone can have a chopping block, which led her to say, sometimes the shitty thing is you can't defend your friends because then you'll go down with them and you gotta just look at them and like, sorry, you're gonna rose, buddy. She said that quote unquote. Yeah, Joe kind of lives by that. I guess Joe's shitty too, but. I don't mean shitty. I mean, listen, Joe has a big empire to protect, but like we saw it with fucking Callan. I mean, him and Dalia probably weren't that close. We saw, you know, we've seen it. I mean, he hasn't distanced himself from Tony. He's still on his Instagram. Well, him and Annie talked about Tony. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, but for the most part, you know, Joe protects his, you know, I think you're being... Until I I find out what 
what's happened with Brian Callen, I refuse to comment because my answer will be the same as Matt's. Like, obviously, Joe is only concerned about his empire and not about his friends because that guy needed him the most. I'm not going to say only. I just said he definitely protects his... But I'm saying, like, I could be totally wrong about that. Him and Brian, Brian could have been like, they're if you say one thing about me, we won't be friends anymore. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way I'm pulling you I down think it could with all me. be on, yeah, on be Brian's too, sure. request. No, this Joe's is... Take his position. A thousand percent. I have no idea. Yeah. I just... That's why I can't comment. Yeah, know? I agree. Listen, I'm just throwing it all out there. This is what we do here, don't we? So, it's, I... Throughout this podcast, I just think she's still scratching and clawing, even though she's super successful. She very much seems like... I think sometimes, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, when they say you don't have to pull somebody else down to build yourself up, like it's not feast or famine anymore. It still to her feels like it's feast or famine. Scratching and clawing. Kamara, I also think you discount the fact that you're not a woman. I think that's true, but not for hot women. I think in comedy, it might be, I I don't know, because then everyone's just trying to fuck you. Which I guess is a double, it's a double-edged sword, but I think as a woman, it's different coming up because you still feel like you're always, you're never at the top. You're never. You know, I, I, I've often commented that a lot about Whitney Cummings. I feel like she's sort of like, but I think she's, I, I think she's funnier and more interesting. But in all fairness, than Eliza. she's not as hot as Eliza is. Like, not even close. There's a there are two there. different levels of... You think Eliza's hotter than Whitney? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm. listen, and again, I'm not an Eliza fan. I just, as far as, like, in the hotness spectrum goes, Eliza would be, if we're just picking a number... Okay, fuck, marry, like, kill. Whitney, she, Nikki Glazer, Eliza Schlesinger. I would marry, 100% marry Whitney. Mm-hmm. I would fuck Nikki. Yeah. Or no, no, sorry, Eliza. And I would kill Nikki Glazer. Okay, I'm the opposite of you with the Mary Whitney. I marry Whitney. Yeah. I fuck, fuck Nikki. Nikki. She's a freak. Yeah. I kill Eliza because yeah. I hate her. You see, I didn't say that. You're wrong about the Nikki thing. She, she pretends to a be a freak, but oh, she's she, not a freak. She will be a freak for that night. Oh, no, you know what? I'm See, I've, I've, I've been... I said this when she was on last time. I'm with Simon. I think she is one of those. I don't think she is. I think she talks a wild game and then probably cries her way through some terrible uh, blowjob. I don't job. think she does. I, I bet you Eliza is a really good girlfriend. No, no. I, 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 uh, I would look forward to a special after she breaks up with her husband. Oh, that's terrible. And I feel sorry for her children. That's terrible. Jesus. No. Whoa. Wow. I oh. like Eliza. Because like I said... Like By I said, the way, when I fuck Mary Kill, it wasn't I'd kill Eliza because I hate her. It was just those were the options and she got... Picked last. Joe says at the end of this podcast, it's really weird when someone successful is scratching and clawing. And Eliza goes, yeah, it's a character defect. Just lacking the most self-awareness because she's just went through this, the whole thing. Well, that, the, I, I mean, the Burt Kreischer moment, I'm with Kamar. That sums up this whole podcast. That's what I that thought. That was this microcosm of a moment in this whole thing. And I think someone could watch that movie and think it's all right. No. I disagree with that. No <laughs> self-respecting human being whose brain functions normally. For me, it's I knew the story, watched the movie, heard her talk about it, so I knew it. But in all, in all fairness, like, it... 
it was good budget. I <coughs> I didn't know any of the songs, but it seemed like somebody went out of their way to like put effort into the music and stuff. And the guy playing the guy was okay. That's like going to a restaurant review and saying, you know, the decor was really yeah. nice. The, the menus, <laughs> the menu, the thing they put the, the menus in. The graphic design was amazing. incredible. But yeah. how's the food? Don't worry about the food. Yeah. It's a really the nice fish tank atmosphere. in the lobby, one of the best I've ever seen. <laughs> ever seen. She's a sore winner. That's all I could say. I mean, I didn't love the episode. I'm giving it a two, but I have no problem with Eliza. I'm giving the episode a 1.2. I thought it was horrible. And I'm giving her movie two thumbs down. <laughs> I give this a point eight and the movie two thumbs down. Okay. And I haven't seen the movie, so that's what you're left with. Um, are we going to take a break? Yes. Okay. There's no bill to pay, so I'll maybe throw in an on it ad or something. But uh, and whatever. She's successful. Yeah, it's fine. You can hate on whoever you want. So tomorrow. it's I'm okay not... for you to tear her down, buddy. It's all right, man. It's all good. <laughs> Nobody's going to hate on you because she's way bigger. Dude, no one listens to this anyway, so you don't even have to worry. It's not like someone's, like, Eliza's never going to hear this. Just join the Patreon. Eliza's coming after me. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called Alpha Brain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. Alpha Brain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try Alpha Brain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free, with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. All right, we're back. Part, part deux. Thank you to Onnit or Ward 14 or BetterHelp. Or- Whomever. <laughs> yes. Can we get a name and a number, please, Kamar, if you don't mind? 1673, editor of Quillette, Colin Wright, who's also a biologist. This is what I'm going to say, all right? And then I'm not going to say a lot. Joe, it's his podcast. He can do anything he wants. Yeah. Fair point. He has a lot of, like, um, already, he has a lot of sub hobbies and things that may not be everybody's cup of tea. So we already get hunters and fitness and like just enough, enough. I don't know how this became his hill to die on, but I told you that he's got two young daughters Well, again. And he's into athletics, especially combat sports. He's focusing too much on this one topic. 
He like he has an alien guy once a month, but this is going to be like three times a week. Hopefully not. Hopefully this is this is the last thing because one thing that I found in this podcast is he must have asked this guy twenty times, "When did this start?" Yeah, over and over, like as if the guy was going to come up with it. Which I thought his best answer was, "I remember when, not necessarily podcasts, but talks of people was." The big thing was atheism. Yeah. Which the four like, horsemen of the atheist You see stuff movement, and just yeah. like inches of discussions of guys defending religion, defending um, atheism, which is what much more interesting, especially as an atheist, you know what I mean? And then they had that Me Too situation, the elevator gate, where he told the story of there's a woman there who's an atheist speaker. So she didn't want to get hit on and stuff like that. They oh, go yeah, home. Yeah. So I said, do you want to go for a cup of coffee? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She blew the whole thing out of proportion. That made the atheist movement implode. because they've. And then I never knew about Atheist Plus. But then that... <laughs> a stupid name. <laughs> that then turned into the woke movement. So it was... And it's so sad that atheism has sort of lost any of its steam or anything because I've never seen a time for a greater argument. Uh, did you see someone posted they should um, throw the Catholics out of Canada and give all their land to, to the, the First Nations? The indigenous, yeah. And then we call it even? Do you, did they burnt down two churches to the ground. And I understand why they did. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right way about doing it, but it's like... Did you see how Justin Trudeau said that the Pope has to come and apologize on Canadian soil? Like that's going to make a big difference, though. But kind of like he's not like Canada isn't responsible. Oh no, he said only the the church is responsible. He, he has said sorry. He has. Well, of course he has. But he, anyways, uh, no, I, I mean, I could see a bro, um, uh, Stephen Harper, like the sins of our fathers. Have you noticed that old white Canadians look extra racist right about now? If you, I've talked to some and they're like, it wasn't our fault. It was 150 years. Like not wanting to say, yes, what happened is horrible and something has to be done. Especially with this news development is like we said, it's just going to get worse. It was sure enough. Um, I mean, let's keep in mind. It was what, like six months ago where the fishermen were like burning down. Uh, the native fisheries because they didn't like that they could fish all year round. So it's not like this is like a, oh my God, we still, it's still going on. Like we signed these treaties with them that say they can do X, Y, and Z. And then when they do X, Y, and Z, we're still like, fuck off. But I think these developments are going to make everyone go a pause. Well, I mean, Canada Day is in like, so. what, four days, three days. So that's it's definitely going to put a damper on that. It's just not the way you want to come out of a pandemic. I have a feeling Canada is done, if you want my honest opinion. Moving forward? Yes. For the rest of our days? Probably. No. I mean, I could see... Listen, old white people will fight it tooth and nail for sure, but I believe the younger generation will rebrand it as, you know, Indigenous people. But they'll still or, party on that day and whatever, cut loose? Like I don't know. I mean, listen, I never understood it anyway. We celebrated by getting hammered and blowing shit up in the it, sky. But like, it was sort of like when you're too young, you're walking with your friends, watching people, wondering why they were so loud and silly. Yeah, and then you and just then you did, did it. did it, yeah. and it's just sort of a rite of passage. I, I can see it going away, but I could see the 
meaning of it being changed. I mean, again, if you change the meaning, it's still on a weird day to change it, but who knows what they're going to do. I just, that was my, my take on it is that I feel like, uh, but you never know. We forget quickly next year. We could just be back to fucking celebrating. Oh my God. Simon's going to be on camera. Uh, I think uh, another question Joe kept asking guys like, what is the, what is the point of this? What is the end game? And the reason why that's a super question, because there is none. It's just something to fight for where before it was easier to fight. They were trying to get rid of religion. That got taken away, and now you have a never-ending battle for truth. Because, come on, I think woke culture was actually started on uh, 4chan by trolls. Like, I believe it was a, a Peter Bogosian-type situation. And enough people adopted it as a thing? Eh, actually, that's... Yeah, why the not? trolls just went out and, and were having fun, and then people were like, yeah, yeah, no, this is, yeah. Just and then like, I, I just think it got so far out of control that it snowballed into this ridiculous... Like the Proud Boys have become neo-Nazis. That's, yeah, I think it's 100% exactly that. Now, does that mean it's going to go away? I hope so. But I, I just think it's the pendulum swinging. And I think it'll swing back eventually, but probably too far. And then. But I think what his point was is people's cause was atheism. They've lost that now. Yeah. So this is their cause. And what I always wonder is you couldn't say a voice. Like if you want to say on the right, you can say Ben Shapiro, uh, Glenn Beck, uh, Stephen Crowder, whatever, yada, yada, yada. You can't say the leading voice on this. It's just a movement. Do you, you know what I mean? I mean, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, I don't believe, doesn't believe in gay marriage. Yeah, she's a, she's a weird anomaly. one. But, I, but, an but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you were going to put a face to it, I guess that's, you asked me the question. I would say, I guess that's the one. But I'm saying intellectuals with a voice who are, it, it just doesn't seem like there, there is that. That's, but it is a, a movement uh, fighting discrimination. And I thought it was interesting. I said, you know, dis discrimination isn't always pejorative. I hate to have to use that word, but sometimes we discriminate. Like it's, it's a, it's a good thing, especially, uh, in the case of people wanting like discriminating against white men or whatever to equalize workplace or whatever that's been happening. And maybe that's a good thing to sort of equal the playing field. So discrimination doesn't have to be a bad thing. But you know how he's like, um, there are two sexes. There's mm -hmm. always been two sexes and there always will be two sexes. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. Truth. Things will never be the same. Ba -ba -bow, ba -ba -bow, it's like ba -ba -bow. a physical truth. And I think what we're... What? Maybe it's not though. Like oh. I don't, I'm old. I don't really understand anything, but we think that way because... We were taught that. That's the narrative, you know what I mean? That's just... But hold on, but but wait, but is it really a narrative? Like, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. If we if right now they're saying there's seven different sexes, okay? Or 12, however, put a number to it. Let's just say seven for the sake of this argument because I like the number. What, like, what is the percentage in the world that represents those seven sexes? 0.5%? One in 5,000, I believe you said. One in 5,000? Okay. So that's a very, that's a fractional number. Or right? he actually said one in 5,000 were born with genitals that were sort of indistinguishable. So, well, this is what I'm. But, well, just let me finish my point, though. The, the point there is like when we do stuff on a scientific level, if something is that small, an anomaly, you, you don't tend to then, I mean, I guess you, you parse it off as its own thing, but. 
I just don't buy, I don't know. What I understand is he said 99% of all animals, there's only two sexes. Yeah. So if we're like animals, uh, that's the truth. And I think. As we understand it. I, I, listen, I probably agree with you. I just. I think it's a fault or cause of consciousness. We're what, able to think too much. What if we're wrong? What if they're really like what we animals only have two sexes wolves. It's either male or female. You don't know what the fuck goes on with wolves, but the, like maybe there could be gay okay, wolves. every Simon, black but, wolf you see is like both man and woman wolf. Okay. I, but there's a problem with what you're saying though. Like I'm born with a dick. Okay. Person in this chair. That's not there is born with a vagina. Hello. <laughs> so if there were seven but just hear me out okay so like we've we we have names for stuff like i just said i was born with a penis they were born with a vagina those are two definitive terms like you just said a wolf okay a wolf is a wolf you can't make it it's not a pig it's not a cow doesn't think it's a deer so these are things so if you are born like we 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 decided in biology if you're born with a penis you are a man the same way a wolf is in the genus of Canis lupus or whatever the fuck. Like these are all terms that revolve around science and biology that we've, it, it wasn't meant to hurt anyone and ever. Every human who's ever been has come from a vagina. Yeah. And none of this is meant to hurt anyone. It's not like we're, we're out there fighting against the patriarchy. This is just, and listen, are there people that are on the in between that kind of fall between the cracks? Yes. We know there are for sure. Do they have an easy time coming up? No, they do not. It's not been an easy world for them. That's not even at all what I'm talking about, though. I'm just saying, what if we, like. But what I'm saying to you, the what if is like an impossibility because we know that 99%, 99.5% of people are born with either a, with a dick or the other. So if then that person who had a dick. Yeah had like three nipples mm -hmm. is that change enough to do you know what i mean like it but it, what it, has three nipples that it's become then because you're like that does that change enough do women have three nipples no i'm just saying like any difference at that point would be so if i have four nipples can i then claim to be a cow like because no, i've been no but maybe you're not then man or woman maybe you're something in between you know i don't know i mean sure. if you had four nipples you'd be some like hybrid type of scenario well now you're talking about like breeds and dogs because like dogs no, are not... all dogs but there's different breeds right so I get no, it. You can't use i, I, I get I, it you I, can't I, use you don't like the word breed because it makes it sound like we're being crass about these groups of people, but I'm trying to have an open conversation about what. Yeah. I just wonder how much, like, I don't know. I, I wonder why Joe feels like he has to, I think Joe's so definitive on anything. I just, cause this doesn't end anywhere. There is no end game to this. And what he said, you know how, um, the fighter pilots don't want to talk about UFOs. Yeah. One of the reasons was cause everyone thinks they're crazy. Mm hmm. Sensible people don't want to push back or have this discussion because they don't want to look like bigots. I, I, I equate that to sort of the same idea as like, I'm just going to stay over here. Like, I, I think it's a little bit much, but I'm not going to say anything. And so they're just, 
they're just uh, running out of control without any pushback, but it's because of the implications of how you will look. And I think that's the problem with the Olympics and why they're letting it happen. Because I think that's the last, that was the last bo- bo- barrier. Sport is different though, because we're talking about a competition. Fairness. No. Yeah, but it's not fairness like it. you're being persecuted on the street. This is a, it's a game. Yeah, with rules. Yeah. I agree in that, in those cases, like, because if I have a daughter and. You don't want her to lose to a 43 year old who has a dick hanging between her legs. Yes. I just, there has to be some fairness, right? Like for everybody involved. But what if we can bet on it? Like Laura Hubbard is the New Zealand man who's going to do the powerlifting and they're saying they're going to vote. If I can bet on her. And let this thing go. Because that's an inside scoop, right? I guess she'll have low odds. She'll have the lowest odds because it's a man competing against women. And it's a sure thing. Yes, pretty much. So if we can bet on it, I th- say go for it. The biggest problem is there's no woman going the other way, right? Because that changes everything. Yes, if, so if that was ever the case, then we could, have, we could be having this conversation. So born a woman, transitioned a man, went in and knocked out uh, Francis... It's 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 all up in the air, right? Yeah, unless it's like some, a, something of that magnitude. Unless it's like equestrian, you know what I mean, where the horse is doing all the work. That's not that's really, a, yeah. But you see what I mean? Like there's because that's an example someone will use eventually. And it just seems like that's why it's one sided and not what they're saying. Like none of this stuff exists. All social constructs. And again, it goes back to only because we have consciousness are we able to have conceive of these things and just because you imagine something doesn't mean it's real to me the age because i'd never thought about it because i didn't know how old she was the age was what really did it for me because i was like no one at 43 should be winning an olympic event i can't think of an event that a 43 year old could excel above a well-trained like it just you know what i mean unless there's obviously a discrepancy which we know there clearly is so it's yeah, I just feel bad. Like, again, you have to feel bad for these girls that get to do this once every four years and they train for it. And, you know. And this one person who wasn't competitive, possibly as a man, all of a sudden becomes the best. It seems suspect. What if you let the other competitors in that event do steroids? Would that then, like. No, it's still a different bone structure. Like, it's just, it's not. The testosterone's not enough, he said. And what about if you're a lesbian and you don't want to suck a lady dick? You're the asshole. Oh, that's insane. That's the craziest shit I've ever fucking heard of. Yeah, those like I just crazy. Uh, when you hear those things, you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, sports and then the prison example is also crazy. Yeah, letting a convicted male rapist go to jail hey, with women. Hey, that's how you identify, brother. Who are we to question it? So th- this is why this is a constant conversation. I think we've been overrun with it. I'd be interested. Do you think there's anyone who's not, wo- say everyone's aware that this is a thing. We're all woke that transgender is a thing. We accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Question sports, whatever. But is there someone exists who's like, what? Like everyone knows about this now. Would you say? I, no, I, I bet if you went to Belarus and you had this conversation, it would... You're joking. Yeah. <laughs> Get out there. You're a crazy guy. Yeah, exactly. A girl is... I ain't come on. Yeah. No, I can't believe that. Listen, I'm telling you, man. There's places... I, I saw a map the other day on Reddit of places where homosexuality is accepted, and it was done using, like, uh, 
like shades, right? So like the darker the shade, the more accepting you were. And like, obviously the Scandinavian countries were in like the nineties, you know, the UK's 89, Canada's 87. Once you start moving South down South America, you get a lot of zeros. Like Africa was fucking zeros pretty much across the board. But I think they're better off to go transgender rather than be gay in some of those situations. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't care on my ass. I mean, I always sure. love those lo- loopholes, like prison gay. <laughs> wow. Like, yo, you got to do, that's different, bro. You got to do what you got to do. Like, what? Whoa, what? If you can think of it, it's possible. Well, you certainly ain't going to argue it because that person was in prison. So. Oh, I'm, listen, yeah, all the power to you, pal. <laughs> and the fact that the Olympics doesn't want to look like bigots, so they're letting this happen, but the bankrupt cities, yeah, they don't the corruption, care. it's just like another money is everything. I thought it was weird when Joe was sort of trashing Demi Lovato. He brought it up like three times, even though the conversation got past him. And hey, I say trash Demi Lovato. I did too. But I, I did when she was Joe on. had her on the show, talked nicely about her yeah, after the yeah. fact. Said he keeps saying like how grounded both she and my. But that's because she's been are. burying herself lately. But she's rem- been struggling to get some contention so Thursday. Rem- Demi has been? Yes, I lately so. she's been struggling. Since her appearance on Joe Rogan. Since she tried contacting the aliens. It's been a downhill Since she spiral. dropped her album. Yeah, it hasn't been good. Well, that was all the success. She did like a 23 and Me and found out she was 1% black, so now she's and she's trying to ride I, I, that I just, train. I just think it's like, Joe, you had her there. You talked to her like, this shouldn't surprise you unless it was a complete fluff or you... You just checked out and don't remember. They didn't talk about her. um, They talked mostly about her sobriety. Orientation. She had not. She had not gone day then. Then they. 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 they, they, Now, but she was clearly woke. I think the week after she complained about a, um, Yogan Fruz or whatever. uh, Pink Berry. (laughs) Whatever. That was a bullshit episode. They didn't talk about fucking uh, Stephen Greer at all. Um. Did you? They left that whole part of her life out. Have you guys heard the term othering? Not until this episode. So this is what I looked up othering, as you would. Yeah. Refers to the process whereby an individual or groups of people attribute negative characteristics to other individuals or groups of people that set them apart as representing that which is opposite to them. Which just sounds like racism to me. That just sounds like words for the sake of talking. Like None of it sounded like it made much sense so the the problem is a where does this end b how are we coming up with new terms for things like it's i think it's diluting the point you know what though here here's the thing when they're keeping ivermectin from us we got like you know what i mean we got bigger problems even then let me ask you when in the last two years have you been out in the world and had anyone say any of this crazy shit to you Talk about gender? No, but I just mean like, when has someone been like, uh, I'd rather like, he, like, I've. Oh, it, it's happened and it. Um, to you. My ears get hot because I'm like, oh my God, shut up, Kamar. Okay. Like, no, and, and yeah. There's no, a tone people have too. It's part of the world now. It's never happened to me and I don't, I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never seen anyone be like, you're othering. I've seen it online from like the, the compos. That's about it. I've never, I've truly. I no, I, I'm not saying it's common, but it has happened, and wow. it. I am a Neanderthal, and I can't articulate any point, anything. I come out comes, just like everyone says, you, you don't criticize this because you're a bigot or whatever. But in generally, I think most people are like, no, I want to have this conversation, 
So I fully understand. But then if you have that conversation, someone's going to say something batshit crazy and you're going to be at an impasse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he has to repeat. Repeat what you just said to tell me it makes sense. And then the whole dialogue falls apart. I thought it was interesting that there are more people wrongly accused of crimes than transgender. It's a weird stat. So what really are, like, it's just a crusade because atheism got lost. And I, and, and I think that guy told Joe in the first five minutes, that was a good enough explanation. So I kept saying, where did this come from? Where did this come from? What is the, what's the ground zero for this? And I truly believe, because atheism is gone. There should be lots of atheist discussions on YouTube, don't you think? There's a ton. Uh, are there? I just don't know if they're recent, but I, yeah, there's a ton. I feel, it, I feel it was like, remember Religious? Yeah. Like that was Bill Maher. Yeah. Christopher Hitchens died. Yeah, but there's still Dawkins, Harris. Uh, who's the other old fuck? But you'd think as we advance more information, they'd be more predominant. Like their voices would get louder. But it seems like they had a heyday, and it's just not. That, that's my opinion. And this wokeism has taken over that space. Yeah, but Kamar, I just think it's all cyclical. Like I don't think I don't think people are going to argue atheism for like three straight decades. The same way I don't think this will be around forever. Well, like they'll well, find a flavor of the week down the road that's the next fucking hot. I I think what the difference is is with atheism there was a goal to eradicate religion. Whether that's realistic or possible is a different story. But its purpose, its point, why we why we poke holes in creation, all this stuff, is to rid the world of religion. On the other hand, this search for gender and fluidity and redefining things doesn't have a end point, and therefore it's it's almost futile. I mean, everyone agrees. Identify however you want. Yeah, do what you want. The do who you want. Just don't force me to comply something I don't understand. I think the Olympics should just do this. Let them compete. And if they finish first, second, or third, you give out two of those medals. Until there's enough of them to compete. Like, there's obviously more uh, Paralympians, right, than transgender Olympians. I mean, That'd be rude, but throw them in the Paralympics. No, give I'm not saying do that. No, what I'm saying is there's enough Paralympians that they have their own Olympics. And so Special until, Olympics, too. Yes, so until we have enough, until we have enough transgendered athletes then let them fucking, let them compete because I don't think we should be... So you agree that is possible to have a transgender Olympics? No, it, but Paralympic people can compete in... Normal Olympics? Right, like he did. Who, Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there was also a lot cleared of... cleared by the... Uh, yeah, there was a lot of, I mean, issues with that. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, I agree. But we had this discussion whenever eons ago and said... Let's have a transgender category in the Olympics. And you said, no, you can't do that. Look, sports is well, I just said, I don't think there's enough people to do <laughs> mm -hmm. that is my problem. Like, if you have three people competing, then it's not really competition. Then it's really just for show. And if you have a 43-year-old man I, competing listen, I women, totally agree. it's really not competition. But that's also why I'm saying is this way, like, give out two gold medals then. If she, if she happens to lift, you know, fucking 50 pounds more than the next one. and You can't discriminate like that. Well, listen... Someone gets hurt. This it's a this is a zero sum game here. Someone gets hurt. So you have to choose who. Well, the Olympics are four weeks away. Is that crazy? That they're supposed to be in four weeks? Yeah. Just run that that doesn't seem like it makes sense. Skateboarding's in the Olympics. At this point. 
Um, but I think that was the last bastion. And I don't know if they've let us down, but I wish the Olympics just said, whoa, hold your horses. You know what I mean? Instead of just open the doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, as if we'll they see what happens. As if they didn't have some close-minded Italian guy on the board they could just get to like stand up and be like, listen. But it's this corporate wokeness. They, they, they all believe that, but they don't want... The transgender uh, support dollar is a very valuable dollar that they want to get. Because they're corrupt as all and just want money. I mean, I would say it's more than that. I would say, if anything, they're like, we can have literally all eyes on one event. You know what I mean? On an event, an event that is normally ignored at the Olympics, numbers-wise, we could probably have record eyes. Well, it will be interesting because New Zealand's a super progressive country, Yeah, I'd say. And so Laura Hubbard is going to be competing against maybe less progressive countries, and they might get a crawl. If Laura Hubbard destroys, I'm thinking Iran. They're always big power lifters or something. I'm going to compete in the next Olympics as a woman. And I'm going to be shit. Sport. I don't care. I'm going to lose intentionally. I guess you have to qualify. The fuck. Yeah. What's my sport? I don't know. I'll find. You something. won't have to lose intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> Just to reel you back into earth, there, fella. There's got to be something I'm decent at, Simon. Get the fuck out of here. There is prick. not one sport. No, where you would beat a perfect uh, Olympic woman in hmm. name one in the uh, Olympics. Give me a minute. I'll fucking. I'll give you a year. Fine. To think of one. Fine. I, and I think you got to think winter and summer now. Because even skateboarding, which would winter's, be your go to, winter's way harder. Skateboarding that wouldn't be my go to. I'm terrible. Okay, well, what's the sport you're the best at? Out of all the sports, you, there's a sport you're mini better. golf. Is no, but I'm thinking yet. like there's got to be like a. That's your thing. Well, no, like what's the one in the winter where you fucking shoot? Because I'm good at shooting. So I have one. Yeah, yeah, cross country skiing. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm just saying so I can think think along those lines. There's got to be some shooting event in the summer. It's gonna sound sexy, but you gotta wait for gaming to get in the Olympics. No, I'm not a chance. I'm not that great at that either. Gaming's never gonna be in the Olympics. Do you know I was. Uh, Eric Griffin was on the fight of the kid. Okay, he said he made more money gaming on Twitch than they did from comedy, like the year before the pandemic. Yeah, I mean he does he does a lot of streaming. Him and Bobby Lee. But he didn't. Yeah, I know. A year ago, like, yeah, just in a year, and he's like, uh, I don't think I want to do comedy anymore. And he does it all sober too, which is just like how the fuck, how the fucking fuck. I don't know. I well, think you the can't video, play video games, games. Are... you can't play video games that drunk, Simon. It's no high. Maybe. Oh yeah, high. high. I think you can play. They're they seem like they're pretty cool now that you can be sober and it's pretty fucking entertaining. Oh, it is, but I just like being high. Yeah, that's no problem. I, yeah. I, I, hey, no one like playing Super Mario Kart and getting high more than me, man. Yeah. Yeah, Simon. Sorry. But my point being is um, in these transgender discussion, it's always or almost always someone on, say, Joe's side or a a support against. We can't list these people, but... If it would be Caitlyn Jenner, I need the other side for Joe. Yeah, have a transgender Dude. athlete on to explain their plight and their side, and then maybe we can have oh, a whatever more, this is a it more seems open like a discussion. Bit of a pile on, well, but it seems like it, it makes sense. Is Joe's thing the athletics? Because it, it's that's his rock to die on, as you say. No, but it seems like it's way bigger than that now for him. You know what I mean? And I just. Like well, I, that I and, get. And, I get the athletics. He's an athlete. It really doesn't seem fair. 
Forced but compliance like, is the other issue. Forced compliance is the other unless issue. Unless they're like, unless it's like a uh, takedown situation, you know what I mean? Like it really doesn't affect your life. Let me ask you this. What happens if the day of that event, all the other women in that category um, disqualify themselves intentionally? What do you mean what happens? A protest. Yeah. Well, I mean, then what? Then that year you have and just there, one there, person winning a medal. All bigots. It shines a light on it and maybe opens a discussion. That but that's the thing. Is, is that at that point, does the world go after all them as bigots? Because that seems a bit aggressive, doesn't it? And the same as anyone who pushed back on this, you'd think they'd be a, a bit aggressive. I'm telling well, you, you. I think this is mostly after, unstable You could go after warriors. men as bigots for sure, but I just think you'd have a harder time if it was women doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying is, you know, yeah. if you could get everyone on board that day, although you'd probably have like the 35th ranked from Kazakhstan who's like, fuck this, I want a medal. Again, like, like Kamar said, I want to hear the other side of it. So I have some idea of like there, there, two sides of an argument. You know what I mean? Rather than just the pile on over, over, over. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you brought on a transgender athlete and they explain their plight growing up or like their their joy of, whatever sport they're in, Joe might feel more because as someone who himself has explained that like jujitsu changed his life. Imagine if growing up, Joe had felt like he was a woman and then couldn't go into jujitsu. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that might be the know, kind of, that I might be the kind of thing that makes Joe be like, Oh shit. Yeah. I never really thought of it that like, way. You that, don't understand that because, and I, I don't get it. Cause I'm not that. an athlete and I'm a piece of shit, Simon. It's fine. I no, get it. Because you don't feel like you're trapped in a woman's body or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. it is that you feel. Yeah. Have someone from the other side on Joe. Or they come nice. on and sound like a lunatic and then it's, <laughs> well, then it strengthens his fucking. Sure. Yeah. But it, maybe have, that's why they, they, I'm not going to go on there. Like there's no way I can defend this position. Like I just it think works that like most this. people wrongly think that Joe is like a bully like a meathead bully yeah. and they're not going to put themselves in that position where chances are he'd give them a very fair shake. Like, I don't think Joe is a bigot at all. I think, um, that's what I was saying. I think if this person went on and explained, Joe would have a more open mind and he'd be like, Oh fuck, this is a human being behind here who really just wants to fit in and be one of, you know, whoever they feel like it. Like, I think he owes it to himself and those, but people. it is weird how in like one breath he's like, you know, I, Trans people should do whatever they want, blah, blah, Except blah. Except this. <laughs> no, but forget even that. But then he, like the people he's having on, the women he's having on, these authors talking about like mass, um, you know, girls all doing the mm -hmm, same thing. Mm -hmm. And instead of letting girls be tomboys, they're making them transition and whatever the case is, you know what I mean? Like he seems to be going pretty hard in the paint. On a consistent basis. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was interesting the point he said that what if China just had these farms and half the stuff that we think is going on isn't actually happening. Yeah, I've said that all along. Exactly. That it's all just weird keyboard shit because like I said, that's why I asked earlier, when do you see this out in public? And I get it. You you were like- I, I think it goes across the board. Hold on though. When you said you saw it in public, I just think to myself like that's people that have seen the sentiment online- and are then kind of like mirroring that sort of like, oh, I should be outraged because someone just got misgendered. When in reality, they're like, oh, did, did someone, because again, it's this whole like microaggression, someone getting injured, like you're not hurt. No one actually hurt you. Well, this was a long time ago, but I just remember being in a situation with sort of 
somewhat strangers and saying something about, say, Caitlyn Jenner and seeing people sit up like, oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to school you on something, and like all of a sudden realize you're walking in this den of like, I didn't even want to go down that road, but it is out there. That, but that's all I'm saying. In our generation, like in the time we've been alive, we've watched. Gay people used to be made fun of, like it. You, you know what I mean? We've come a long way it, in comedy and everything on sitcoms. Like it was nothing to make gay, jo- to make people feel bad. We've come in a very short time to where that doesn't happen anymore. Dude, Bradley Cooper went on the Oscars and showed the clip from The Hangover. Where he's like paging Doctor Faggot, yeah. and he says he's like that was like ten years ago. And frankly, I don't think that aged very well at all. Anyway, kind of funny. My point. I still is, think it's funny, but that's not the. That's not what he was trying to say. My point is the things we don't understand today about whatever soon are normal. Like that's just how things go. Yeah, and we might not understand it the same way we, you know, our parents didn't understand fucking rock and roll or whatever, you know. Listen, I get it. There'll be a train. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm fine with all this and them working this out. I just don't think that having them compete against women right now is the right move. But I think down the road they will figure something out that is the right move where everyone's happy and everyone's taken care of. Oh, no, I, I, I agree with you. I think the sports thing is, like, that's an interesting discussion. I just find that Joe, like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know why. If he, if, it, if he only wants to talk about trends in sports, fine. But he doesn't. All these people he have on, like, that's not their... They, they talk about a lot more stuff than that. You know what I mean? But I thought this, that being said, this guy was a good representative. Like he was liberal. He said, if you consider what they said, I'm not the manliest of men. I could see myself. You know what I mean? It wasn't some aggro guy saying how transgender is ridiculous. Like, and he's a biologist. Like, no, but it never is. Kamar. It's always a lady. Usually that's and safer. Again, yeah. you can't. My n- question is this. If a woman wanted to compete against the men like a she's a biological woman she's not allowed no i do not believe so i think the rules are you compete within your sex mm-hmm. but she, if she identifies i could, that I could be to, well again that was never part of the conversation before so i don't think the rules reflect that i could be totally wrong here maddie but i thought it was like because i'm still thinking about you it in can't, my head the same way a guy can't just say i want to compete against the girls you know what i mean no, no. Exa- but i'm just that's the thing is i'm thinking about it like i'm th- I, I randomly of thought of not. like ultimate frisbee and i was like if i transitioned i wouldn't i would still want to play against the guys to be honest because it's a more competitive like unless i just wanted to win which is weird it's like people that cheat at video games that's how i kind of i know it's a crass weird way to put it but like i just don't see the point like, if you can put some code in where you can't miss a shot, that there's no fun in that. Well, some people get fun out of always winning. How? You just don't get fun out of that. I just, yeah. Well, do you? Well, I don't personally, but I know that some people just want to be on there and fucking tell you how shitty you are and never lose. You know? I, think, but I it, think that's it. We have to listen to these athletes. Like... Is it so important for you to win or is this like compete in your wrong skin? Like we have to hear from them. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to hear from someone. I mean, I will will say this. I don't know that Joe is maybe the best. 
I could understand why someone would feel antsy going in there. I, I totally It's home do. turf. You know, Joe is... He's proven to be on the other side. Yeah, and he's proven to, you know, if, if you watch that Adam Ruins Everything, you could be like, this might not go for, very well for me at all, like, no matter how I come at this, so... Like, I bet you even the alien community are thinking twice about going on Joe Rogan's show at I this mean, point. I mean, who knows? Well, we always said it got too big, but it, it just seems it's a one-side discussion. I agree with most of it myself, so it just makes you look like a piece of shit, which I am, so... I'm just saying there's Everything no way there is. isn't a well-spoken, level-headed, transgendered athlete that could go on... And calmly explain, but we are having trouble identifying that. I don't think it. I don't think it has to be an athlete. I just think it has to be somebody who wrote a book from the view of the other side, right? Fine, but an athlete would be the best because, again, it's something that Joe has a very close tie to, and it seems to. No, agreed. But this guy wasn't an athlete. Do you know what I mean? He was just a guy who wrote. Fair enough. Yeah, but I'm saying biologist, just a biologist. So have a biologist on on the other side. Yes, exactly. Who has a different point of view, and we'll see. The reason I wanted the transgendered athlete was it's right from the horse's mouth as opposed to a woke, super left-wing college professor who were probably, he could tear apart and we're not going to believe them either way. Whereas if it's someone who's actually saying, listen, this is how I felt growing up. This is how I feel now. Again, if you humanize it. You know what would be great is if like Whitney held some of those beliefs and could go on and talk to Joe. Like somebody Joe respects who thinks totally differently than Joe does on this issue. If Joey, if Joey Diaz was like super pro. No, Whitney would be the perfect person. Yeah. That I, I could really get behind that. I would just like to, I would like to see that conversation. I think we just bring Demi Lovato back. No, no, please know, don't. You know? God, don't. Unless she's never, gonna, serious. never again. Unless she's coming back to talk about aliens. No, even then, no more. No Demi Lovato. Are we I'm rating back. this one then? Are we done? Yeah, I can be done with this. Okay. You are. Do you want to start, Kamar? I give it a 3.2. Uh, I give it a two and a half. And I give it a two. I fell asleep for part of this. That's That tells me something. Both times? Uh, no, this but the second <laughs> time. <laughs> gotcha. All right, let's uh, move on to the last one. 1674, Clay Newcomb. I knew he'd do this too. I looked Saturday at like three too good to be true. And there was, I was like, this doesn't make sense. And then sure enough, I see on the YouTube a, a clip from 28 minutes ago about bear grease. And I was like, this motherfucker. I mean, the this, bear grease was so goddamn interesting. Yeah. The, the, I learned so much in this podcast. Finally, I like, knew it. First of all, because this is the classic story of a rich kid turned hunter. He was a rich kid? Like, he's just as my dad was a banker. And I don't know if it's like, I don't want to talk about it, but it was, but. Could you imagine a bad banker? <laughs> like my dad was a banker, he lost everything. Yeah, you don't really banker. hear that. Yeah, you go I'm not to taking the woods. anything away from him. Seventh gender, Arkansas. Amazing mustache. We've been talking about bears week after week after week. We got into it. I, as Simon said, like normally the hunting ones, I really don't enjoy. I actually learned a fair bit from this one, so I didn't find it as um, unappealing. This was like Ranella without any of the like conservation or shit that bores they me. They got there. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, there was there was a But if you told me this is vanilla, I would have said okay. They basically sound the same to me. I find vanilla just like, I don't know. This guy didn't have that same pompacity, I guess, or is that pompacity? I like I don't care. Pompanuity. Bears Pomp. have the most powerful nose in the world. He wasn't sure of that. Are you sure that's not Big Bear? I didn't like how he described that? If they spelled Lazada, he'd be like, tomatoes. 
Cheese, sausage. Don't put sausage in a fucking lasagna. Some people do. They mix the meat with uh, out of the half sausage, half pork, half. Uh, I mean, a good bolognese. A third pork, a third a veal. A good bolognese should be beef. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I'm gonna find out about this bear thing. Just but I was thinking, if you were a hunter who lived somewhere and you just went about your business, support your family, whatever, followed all the rules, and someone told you, "Hey, you should stop hunting." What would your reaction be? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck. It would even be. Uh, yeah, but why would you? Well, no, but I wouldn't listen. To I also wouldn't be go fuck yourself. I'd just probably walk away. What I'm saying, there's clearly pressure on people for hunting. I don't. Th- I don't think these conversations would be happening if there was because they start off the grip and grin is the easiest thing to criticize. I'm saying someone's smiling over a dead animal. I think it's that people don't people that are like vegan or vegetarian or that don't like the death of animals. They just don't like, I think it's that they don't like that their shows or like a glory, like what they feel is a glorification. Cause oh. I think if those things didn't exist, you probably would never hear about it. Cause be, hunters, it's not like there's anyone in a field picketing or like yelling, trying to save deer while hunters are out there. You know what I mean? It's all done. Like you're saying online. And, and also like, um, wokeism came. There was a time when no one thought hunting animals was a bad thing. Of course. Like, that's how we, that's how we're here. Or yeah. If you were one of those vegans or whatever and someone got killed by a bear, do you think you'd change your perception, say, for that one particular animal? Like, they're not... Do you know what I mean? No, I have a feeling that vegans would be like, well, it's their earth, too. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time and the bear ripped you to shreds. Yeah. Dude, I saw an article the other day. This guy guy rescued a hippo from uh, a river, raised it for six years, went back six years later to the river, and the hippo dragged him in and ate him. The circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so most uh, websites say the African elephant has but, the best smell. Yeah, but I found one that did say the bear. So I don't know. Just like, um, I mean, in this guy's what's defense, the name of the drug? In this, I've Ivermectin. Iver uh, Allen Iverson Mectin. Um, we'll just never know. In this guy's defense, I don't think he comes across a lot of elephants, so he probably, you know, he's Maybe like, he in, my world, in my world, in my world, the bear has the best sense of smell. Yeah. I mean, um, elephants have a 62-foot nose, so. Did you, I, sorry. Well, someone talk. Did you guys see that um, they found an offshoot to humans? I sent you that. Hof- I oh, sent you, you sent that, that to yes. me? Yeah, very cool. You're welcome. Dragon Man. I had already seen it, Matt. That's why I was. Uh, don't do that. Don't fucking do that. I'm sorry. I listen to a lot of weird podcasts, so I gave you the uh, you just, you the just mind gave me, blowing. You know what's up. crazy too is you just gave me a like a human emoji, like a like you two yeah, guns, dude. Fuck it, you. Is that an emoji? Well, I don't know. Might as well be. And do emojis make noises? Like what a piece of shit. So I thought they did a real How good angry. He gets eh? when. Oh no! I was waiting. Mars never angry. He loves banter. I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> um. There you I was go. gonna say he waits till the third act to drop that. I, I thought they did a good job of articulating, say from like if you pull up to a dump in your truck and there's a bear in the garbage can, his ass hanging out, you shoot it. It is amazingly difficult to hunt a bear. Like it, like they said, the nose, the whole nose star was like it knows you're a thousand yards away. Like it's incredibly difficult. So it really is an accomplishment for anyone to to hunt and kill a bear. It seems odd, though, because for the amount of bear attacks I've seen online, you'd think that it wasn't that hard. Like, you'd 
Just sit there and wait for a bit. Well, so <laughs> come I'm, to you. You know I'm what I mean? I'm watching like, Alone right now. Yeah. The new season of Alone. And yeah. they're on this place called Grizzly Mountain mm-hmm. where it's like there are more grizzlies per square capita than anywhere in the world. Anyways, whatever. The one this weekend. Square capita. <laughs> the guy, um, a giant grizzly is coming. It's right like 20 feet away from him. Yeah. And he's yelling, hey, bear, get out of here, bear. Go, bear. You know, like, and he's like trying to scream at this bear. And the bear just keeps looking up at him and then coming forward. And then they have these like bear. um, Bear mace. No, no, no. Well, they have bear mace, but they have these like firecrackers to scare the bears away. Bear flare. Bear flare. And he (laughs) bear flares. And the thing just looks at him, keeps coming. He's like, oh, well, this is a problem, you know? And finally, the thing's like, you to me. And he bear flares and it runs off. But, like, I thought we were going to watch a mauling right on fucking television. I thought it was interesting how he explained it's sort of a toss of what gun you use. Like, the bigger caliber might be good, but you might get a shot off a miss in your aim. And if you hit it in the skull, it might bounce off the skull. Like, you should see the guns, though, like on all these shows, because I've been so into these. Um, I've been watching that new Below Zero, Next Generation, like anything I can watch, I've been watching. And they all use these, like, Colt 45s as their fucking bear guns. Huge, huge gun. Yeah. Because. One shot is not going to stop a bear rushing at you. No, not one of those grizzlies, man. Those things are fucking ginormous. Have you ever seen the video of the two guys riding their snowmobiles? And one of them goes this way. And they're like, there's a bear running the same direction they're running. And they kind of split like each side of the bear. And this guy's got a like a, a GoPro on his helmet. Yeah. And as he goes to go by the bear, it turns around and stands up on two and like takes a swipe at him. And you can see like, dude, it was probably a foot away from this guy but it fuck that and if you're anywhere near a bear why your instinct would be anything other than just get the fuck out of there Winnie the Pooh just that. too much well, again the and then you're like boo, boo, boo. you're asking imagine that situation Maddie it's like the most scary moment of your life and you're asking somebody to pull out a camera and film yeah fuck that fuck that that's why there are no Bigfoot videos that's why there are no UFO video because you get fucking scared UFOs way different. See, I brought that all the way back. Yeah, great. From the two weeks um, ago. animal kingdom is similar to the human kingdom. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but for my example, is that old males are useless. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Like they've sown their seed. Yeah, this guy's done. They're gonna kill smaller things. Like yeah, he's just shitting in a lake now. We can get but rid of this guy. But they will stay and propagate their lousy seed for as long. Until somebody dethrones them, you know? No, they could kill their seed. No, but I'm saying, like, in the animal kingdom. Yeah. Like, that animal could be past his prime, like a gorilla, silverback gorilla and his troop. Mm-hmm. He's past his prime. Like but he stays there until someone you Until him. the younger gorilla can get rid of him. So there may be a time there where it's not best for the troop or the pack or the whatever. Anyway, I don't know why. What what the, the idea is the, they've set up the rules of hunting is the bigger, the older, the better it is. And you're more encouraged to kill that. And that whole system of hunting pays for the preservations of everything, which I think people have to understand. Imagine if the government started doing that. You could hunt 
white people over 40? Or, or <laughs> it wouldn't be. That's, It'd be like that's over the purge. 80. Okay, fine. Over 80. That's too, That's the easiest fucking prey well, out there. It, listen, as long as you're getting your tags, yeah. I figure that's fine. Like Simon's as long just as got it's three monitor. old men strapped to the top of his as car. As long as it's monitored. <laughs> but if you're getting hunted, you're you paying get your UBI. taxes and you're... Yeah, if you're getting hunted, you're on government assistance. You get a lot of money. You get a motorcycle, bulletproof vest. Well, listen, the rules of the game were always if you make it out of the game, you get a big payday. Yeah. Like you you get. But you need some sort of stipend to get you through the game. No, no, actually, I'm against that. No, you got. You you had all your life to prepare. So if you're not Jack LaLanne out there, you better be fucking. You can get a huge payday. Right? Literally, survival of the fittest at that point. Ice tea, baby. Yeah. Um, Ice tea, baby. That's surviving the game, but close. And people should think about. You knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. And, and this I week's movie you. game, surviving the game. No, we already did surviving the game. This week's movie game, the game with Michael <laughs> Douglas. Go. People should think about hunters don't want animals to go extinct. No. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like their own self-preservation. But I don't think... Do you really think that people think that hunters are hunting things into extinction? Is that what you think uh, that beef I, is? I, I would assume PETA, uh, vegans, whatever, are thinking that they're attacking hunters for the preservation of animals. No, but but sometimes, like for big game hunting, let's say... Yeah, if like, you're hunting an um, endangered animal. If or you're a, hunting whales or whatever, like... Well, they don't There's no them reason at all. for you to hunt the whales. But if you're paying $500,000 to hunt that whale to protect 20 whales, it, it it could be justified. Right. The problem is the amount of times it's actually justified like that. It, you're talking about specifically, though, like African conservation with uh, endangered. They're That's still a little different. poaching. They're still. Yeah. Like, in, right? there's no poachers in North America. So it's a different debate. Well, there are oh, totally sure poachers are. in North Fine, America. but not poachers of like endangered, like what endangered species live in the States that are no, no, hunted readily? We po- they people poach things out of season. I they, get it. Yes, that's not the poaching I'm talking about, though. What I meant things like, in North America are on the polar bears that are hunted? Uh, polar bears. Who hunts polar bears other than the, the only, only First Nations hunt can hunt Yeah, but bears. that's what I'm saying. No, they're allowed. I know, they're allowed they're to. not allowed to hunt them. Is that what you're talking about? There are people who break those laws and hunt. They didn't even get bears. into polar bears. That's what I just realized because they don't know shit about them. They must have the best bear grease, eh? Because of the fat. Yeah, let's they're, talk. They're thick skin. Let's and talk stuff. about the bear grease. How come it's taken us so long to get there? How that was currency back in the day? Like that's fucking cool, man. And what all, a time to be alive! When just <laughs> hunting bears, killing bears is what made you rich. It's like Red Dead Redemption. And it just the properties he could explain it, but it just lasts longer than all well, other. It didn't go rancid as that, quick as the that's other. That's all you got to do to eradicate a species is just make it currency, and guaranteed that species goes it's extinct. It's amazing though that they couldn't figure. I mean, I guess it's because bears are just so fucking nuts. But when he was saying that if the bears had eaten blueberries, like the meat was a different color and almost tasted of blueberries, like humans are the type of people that if we figured that out. It's amazing that we didn't like not tame bears, but like start harvesting them more and like feeding them just blue. Like think about that all the grain. So fed. Wrong. That just seems but so it, wrong. It makes, all the shit we do. But it's weird that we do with cows uh, or Kobe beef. Like, yeah, I'm just saying psychologically, it seems like this is the same thing, but I'm, there's just, that seems it makes, so well, now it does, but I'm saying back then it's, I'm surprised they didn't. It must've just been that they were like, well, a cow, we can just, it just sits there and grazes. Whereas this bear hunting, this is a fucking nightmare. 
well, like, let alone trying to get it to eat blueberries. <laughs> no, when they were exploring, crossing, you know, North America, there's no. If you don't have to shoot the bear, guys, please. Like, no. Conservation just was, it wasn't a word. No. Or anything like that. Well, especially survival, when it was survival, worth survival. Money. But keep in mind, conservation As wasn't well. a word back then because everything was so bountiful. So there was no need for them to think about conserving anything because they were like, there's literally six million bison. Like, look at all the bear. Other than raccoons, it like, seems like there weren't there as many raccoons. There is no way we can go through all these buffalo. The only way we could go through all these buffalo is if we just started running them off, off that the cliff. cliff. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah, in mass, yeah. Funny you say that. And those things blew up too, eh? You heard about that? What do you mean? All the buffaloes would then rot. Oh, yeah, and the heat would... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it would make spontaneously sense combust. that bear be the... Um, Prize? be worth so much because they were so hard to hunt, right? You're hunting the very apex predator. Like, it's not the same. If you make squirrels worth all the money. Yeah. Like, that's too easy. Everyone's rich. Then some chump can just go out and, you know what I mean? Yeah. You need to, it had to be the bravest guys who were willing to go against the bears. But it's also mother of all necessity. Like Kamar said, if the fucking, if the, if the fat. Right. Lasts yeah. longer than all the others, then it's. It's kind of a no-brainer. But listen, if like squirrel fat lasted uh, four days and bear fat lasts five, you know? Yeah. It would have been, been. Squirrel fat probably only lasted a day. Man. Might be an animal on our uh, toonie. Um, it's so crazy on a loan. They get to bring like a weapon with them or something to hunt, not a gun. But you're not allowed to hunt squirrels. You can hunt anything. You're being like, you're out there surviving. Why? Is there a reason? Just in Canada, it's in BC. Just squirrels endangered. You can't hunt them. So hmm. you're sitting there looking at a squirrel as you're starving to death with your bow. Like, what kind of fucking show is this where you, you can't hunt squirrels? Hmm. Ridiculous. That's very interesting. Yeah. I have a huge problem with that. Were they black squirrels or gray? I don't remember black squirrels in Vancouver. I think it's only gray. Well, not up in the woods. It's always color. It's uh, red squirrels a lot of the time. You don't see black squirrels in the woods. You don't see black squirrels in the States. You see black squirrels only in the cities. I think it's like a rat squirrel hybrid thing. I'm telling you, when I lived in the States, I didn't see a single black squirrel, not once. It's a scrat. The one thing they say that I sort of felt a in my zonky. head, I was pushing back on is, if we don't hunt these animals, they'll be out of control. They'll just be a nuisance to us. Yeah. Like, I don't think if we eliminated the animals who just ruined the planet, like, no. we are sort of keeping them in line for a better planet. No, I think a lot of bad things can happen if the animal, they start shitting too much. You know, like, it's more than just... I think it's a nuisance to But again, though. how does that work, Simon, if when they got here, there were six million bison? Like, that's what I'm saying is well, I don't... Because then back then there were more wolves to eat them, and then we came and we hunted the wolves because they were a danger to us, and we took out the bears because they were a danger to us. Yeah, I still think Kamar's right, though, it's, that it's like, more of a nuisance it's to like us. If they go away, it all works out at the end. It's like with the cave bears that uh, Dan Flores there was talking about and he was saying that when the Bering Strait was open not the Bering Strait the ice bridge whatever that is when we were able to walk from Russia to Alaska you know what I mean that yes the, the Bering Land Bridge mm -hmm. or whatever anyways he was saying that for like hundred a hundred years it stopped the progression of man because they could get across because of the, big bear, of the bears yeah. and then they just as found a way to hunt the bears to total extinction 
Like Keep in they, mind, though, if it's enough danger to the progression of no, no, no. But hold on, there's a, but there's a difference, though. You're talking about a giant apex predator where more likely than not, there just couldn't have been a, there couldn't, there might not have been able to be an abundance of them given how much food there was around them. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of apex predators that just can't reproduce at high numbers because Bigfoot. Oh yeah, exactly. Well. I mean, maybe he's reproducing on mass on a different planet. Oh, as we you. learned in this episode, Bigfoot is just a bear up on its feet. Or underground. No, I. That, again, that's just like... Simon hates that. He's not well, having I, that. Well, I'll agree with this. Many Bigfoot sightings are probably a bear on two feet. But some people, like, aren't just seeing it willy-nilly through, like, the bushes. Some people see what they see. You don't mistake a bear on two feet for a fucking giant ape. Like, again, it's like, oh, yeah, the fighter pilot doesn't know what he saw. So, Simon, let they me ask know. you this. Let me ask you this. It's their job to know. Okay, so you always, you've you used the fear thing a couple times recently as why there's no. So, how long do drones have to be around before you then admit? Because, like, at this point, drones have been around, let's say, 10 years, but five since, like, they've been readily available to, like, anyone in the public to just grab. So... Would you not think a drone, because there's, there's no fear. If you're flying a drone and you see a Bigfoot, there's no fear involved. You're just flying that drone. Why is nobody catching Bigfoot on drone video? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I know you're going to use the invisibility cloak as a way out of this, but let's say let's say no invisibility well, cloak. I don't think they have drones just scouting all through the No, but there's enough the drones. Like, but most people use their drones outside the city in the woods because that's where you tend to get away with it the most. So. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty asking, quiet too. Yeah, so well, I'm just asking I mean, at what point, like, if anywhere tw- where you're flying a drone, yeah, for the most part, most people, granted, there are some people who are going deep into the woods to fly their drones, but like, most people are probably flying them pretty close to the city. But is your argument as well, too, then, that most people that sight Bigfoot are doing it just deep, deep in the woods? And well, not I like- think lots of people. I don't know what the percentages are not seeing Bigfoot. I'll add not to your hearing point. Bigfoot, not seeing Bigfoot. They are making things up in their head. That doesn't mean that everybody's making things up. Matt. These drones have thermal cameras, infrared cameras. I'm sure some of them do. Yeah, that can see a heat signature. There you go. So it doesn't matter. We don't know if Bigfoot is cold blooded. Oh, it's the lizard bed. And no, the we plot come. We and the plot thickens. We don't know anything, well, guys. I'm sorry. Mocha, mocha. My favorite would be if. Oh wow. Yeah, my favorite would be if someone caught Bigfoot on a drone, and he ends up just walking into a cabin in the woods, and he unzips his outfit, and it's just a CIA, a young CIA agent who was trying to make his druthers. Oh, for many a year? Yeah, just out there in the woods, just still start, trying. I started this thing, and I just can't <laughs> I gotta stop. see it through, yeah. I wonder if mildew smells like Bigfoot pussy. Uh, I can't smell good, can it? I'm hoping that I can use that as a joke. Gotcha. If we ever get back to stage. Um, it's We see old buildings around, and we are so much younger. You know, there's about three generations yeah. was the beginning. Yeah. Is, I, I can't wrap my head around like how much more established Europe is and all those buildings and sources like we're all on the same page just as a perspective thing. Simon, the timer went off, so it's not getting any power right now. Um, Kamar, when you take the uh, the elevator up the new uh, World Trade Center, there's LED screens on all sides of the elevator. So it makes it look like you're looking out into Manhattan. They're on a camera? What do you mean? The screens are a camera that's... No, there's no camera. What it is is it's an LED screen, and at the as you go up, 
you see Manhattan go from trees to it building up, and it shows you the timeline. like The evolution. Yeah, of, of New York City. So as you get higher and higher, the buildings get higher. I'm sure they don't show the World Trade Center. Dis- well, that's where you are, so. But you know what I mean? That's kind of interesting to see. It's, it's just, I can't, it seems when we think about, you know, wherever we're going to be building a colony on Mars in 10 years from now. From It just, it just, we should be, the, everyone should be happy and excited. Like The planet's like going crazy. Um, and w- now we have pictures of the internet. So if you're going to Greece or you're going to Thailand, you can look up where you're going. How crazy is it? Putting your family on a boat, going someplace that you have no idea. That's one guy said. Uh, oh, there's no cats, and the streets are paved with cheese. Yeah, I can't. It I, just it blows my mind. It's crazy that people still do it. And what a crapshoot that it worked. Like it could have been a shit. Or like what if they land on Greenland or something? You know? Or yeah, it it really it really worked out because I mean, what an abundant country North America or continent North America turned out to be. Yeah, but I mean, again, you didn't really see the fruits of that. Like your kids or grandkids saw the fruits of that when you showed up. It was nothing but hard labor for. But it wasn't just a sand dune or like. What no, I get it. There was, yeah, and... but I mean, you know, that whole 40 acres and a mule, like it wasn't all it was cracked. Well, up no, to... those people had a much different experience. Well, yeah, than I mean, the... them, yeah. People who bought tickets. But I'm just saying, if you came over with the like, oh, I'm just going to take a plot of land and you, it's not like you were rich overnight. You had to fucking to bust your ass. Something gives me the feeling that. Um... Clay doesn't travel much. No, I think he stays in Arkansas. And I think there's something to that. Because I, I have a lot of FOMO of like, I want to go to Paris before I die or go to Egypt or whatever. But I think there's something cool about just being totally stoked and content where you are and not wanting to go someplace. You know, I, I'm sure he goes out to other states maybe to hunt, but I think he's a real homebody and I admire that about him. My goal is to rent an RV, get three camera lenses and hit every state and province in North America. I'll tell you this, you're better off to buy an RV because you can sell it for more than you bought it for. Well, I'm not general. doing it anytime right soon, so. Hey, hey, aren't you going to uh, Vegas next week for Chappelle and no, Sakura? I wish. I Make wish. some big money. Um, coolest thing is he's from Meta, Arkansas. Mina. Thank you. <laughs> Mina, Arkansas. I like how he tells Joe he's from Mina and then Joe continues to, to tell him about explain yeah. the whole story about Barry Seals. And I thought it'd be great if we did Made in America. His cousin America was one so. of the two kids who ended up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, and he Joe didn't it, know. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so cool. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rags and Brains to guess the budget in the box up It's a movie game. We're Matt Simon. Go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made a box office. This week we're doing American Made. Sorry. I can Tom safely Cruise. say that that is the most quality part about our podcast. The intro song is pretty dope too. Oh yeah. The, I sorry, thought, sorry, sorry. Equal yeah. the intro. The song. intro song, the personalized intro song. Yeah. And that, uh, yeah. like, I get goosebumps every time. Shout out. And our logo is pretty cool, but whatever. The other logo that guy made is pretty cool too. The Beeple one. It's very cool. It's very cool. It's just, you know, I like the UFOs personally. 
Oh, of course. And it's got pyramids in it, so you can't. It's got, it's a, like lot your of, it's got a lot of yeah, that being talks said, to Simon. American Made is the true story. Barry Seal, who's smuggling. Isn't it Seals? Yes. Yeah. Oh you guys are such sticklers for the details. Oh, come on, man. This is the movie cocaine. game where you're the, the details. You're the, the type of guy who would have him fucking wrestle a Russian instead of fight a black guy, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. Half truth, Kamar. <laughs> Omission, Kamar. What year did this fucking thing come out? But uh, do you think he knew more and was just being polite to Joe for uh, regaling him about the story? I don't know, but the, my favorite part of this podcast just before we start this movie game was right at the end where he's like, Joe, I know you want me to tell you that it's a puma. I know that's the right thing to do when I come on your show, but I can't do it. I'm that. probably not going to tell you it's a puma. <laughs> yeah. You just ruined my next segment. That's okay. We'll get there, Kamara. We'll get there. Barry Seals. Starring Tom Cruise. So it, we need a year, right? Yeah. See you play. I'm ready. I'm like ready across the board. Totally ready. Rip roaring ready. I was born ready. I'm ready. No, I heard you. Um, I'm ready. Okay, and uh, so you want me to get all ready? No, just do the year for okay, now. Okay, so the year. You got a couple locations. You go first. I said, uh, you know what? I might change this. Just hold on one second. Oh, we have a last minute yeah, submission. A last minute change. The Patriots are the real winner. I'm going to say 2014. That's exactly what I said. No, it was a lot more recent. It's 2017. Okay, well, I changed it from 2015. Interesting so. thing, though, here. Kudos to Wikipedia. It says it came out September 29th, 2017 in the United States, but August 18th, 2017 in Taiwan. So in China. Thanks for that. Or Taiwan. I don't want to have to apologize. I don't want to have to make I a sorry overload. Yeah. Okay, Simon, I'm ready, as I said. Oh, yeah, right. I'm not as even As I close, stated. So uh, I'll just whip something up in my head Is here. there anyone other than Tom Cruise in this film, Kamar? You didn't? Oh, I had a new thing where I just pulled out the relative information, but I can tell you. No, no, it's fine. I already, I already answered, so it's only helping Simon. You know what? Don't answer. I rescind my question. You know what I watched? Dom Hall Gleason, Sarah Wright, Jesse Pemans. Do you know what I watched the other night that is still so good, although has a ton of like early 90s, late 80s cheese, is Heat. Yeah, it's uh, incredible. But you know what part of it is? That song. Do, 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 do. Um, heat was yeah. It's Val Kilmer's at his best because there's a couple of things you're like, no, just don't go there. Like for me, like it almost is the perfect movie, but some of the decisions made, you know what I mean? There's a lot of cheesy, like early '90s. Um, some of the background music, like when De Niro's kind of courting the chick that he meets in the bookstore, like it's like that guitar riffy, like. It's, I don't know. There's some I thought you meant it was just going to be Al Pacino's overacting. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was going to get to that, but I expected Simon would be done before I could. Okay, I'm done. Go. Okay. No, you first. Um, I said it cost $44 million to make. $44 million. And it grossed. Why is he saying it like this? Did he Google this over there? He was Wolf taking a long time. Two, well, we're close on the budget. I said it cost $41.5 million. But I said it only made 114.7. I thought you guys were going to blow my mind. Came out in 2017 and cost $60 million to make. It made 134.9. 
million uh, on I the was, box office. I was twenty million off on there. Yeah, very close, very close. Either side, but I thought someone was going to nail this one. No, no. It seems like a lot of money to make that movie. I think mostly it went to Tom Cruise's trailer. You know what the weird thing is? Whenever we do the well, movie Tom game, Tom Cruise makes thirty mil right off the bat. Yeah, but he's producing it, so how does that work? It's half the budget. Um. Every time we do the movie game, I think to myself, the further back, the less likely I am to get it. It's just a fallacy. Like, it doesn't matter if it was made three years ago. And you guys have complained on both ends. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even complaining. That's too recent. That's too old. Well, if I haven't seen it, that's one. That's one. Everyone agrees on that. But uh, it's the movie game. Fuck, I love you. Brought to you by nobody. Um, It's brought to you by Tyler Duvall. Yes, the theme song. Go check him out if you're ever in. What the fuck city is he from? So then uh, Simon alluded. Joe brings up his cat. And uh, Newcomb was very, had just done a series of podcasts about legends of cats all around North America and why there wasn't one. What do they call it? The uh, Pumatan, I believe, or Jagartan. A mythical creature or whatever. Yeah. And I thought the way to see was really intelligent because they're saying you have a photo of it. Yeah, so so put something there. Yeah, put something the size of a house cat, think, or and if it's and way you, bigger. Yeah, I mean, this guy was like, I don't even think it's a cat. My favorite though is Joe. <laughs> the gate, yeah. My favorite though is Joe has been there a year, and he so badly wants to discover an endangered species in his backyard. No, I bet you Joe's right. I bet you it is one of those little Black Panther things. I think he's right. Who? Joe. Joe is right. It's that it's a. Uh, what does he call them? Keep in mind, it's Jaguar Texas. Tan. It could be. It's was it a, a jag- Jaguar Tan? It's not a Jaguar Tan. <laughs> that ain't it. That and is it. it. And, no, it's not. A Jagatan. Jagatan. No. It's a tiny. Pumatan. Leopardan. Pumatan, I like. But anyway, that's not it either. I like Pumatan. Anyways, um, I think he's right. I think he probably did see some sort of cat. Because. He probably did, but I just don't think it's the endangered one that hasn't been seen for like. My thing is the neighbor and the dog I think it probably were is. untouched. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, that the neighbor's like, I've seen this thing a million that times. That doesn't seem like it adds up if it's a predator cat. Well, uh, again, if it's one of these, if it was like a, a, actually a black panther, I'm with you. That thing is hunting that dog. But if it's like a pumatan or whatever the hell it is, I got to find out what the right name for that is. Um, I, I, like don't think, I don't think those things are like... Um, maybe a small dog it would hunt, but they're out there hunting, you know, they're, they're like coyotes. They're small little things. This mythical creature that's been, a, it's that hunting rodents. You know how, mean? you know how big it is and what it looks like. It's just a little bigger than an ocelot. It's hunting. And I don't think ocelots are out there hunting dogs. It's hunting like rodents. That. They're hunting. Yeah. Like big rats. How do you know it's just bigger than an ocelot? Or, Was this stated? I know things, Matt. Do you? Yes. I don't know what the fucking animal is called. I was just going to say, the, you think the Pumatan is. is slightly bigger Pumatan than... Pumatan oh, might be right. It's definitely not right. It's I'm going to find out. <laughs> it ain't that. I'll tell you that. What are you going to Google right now? I'm gonna, Pumatan? No, I'm going to... Jaguar. What's, what's the mythical cat of Austin, Texas? I'm going to... What did Joe find in his backyard? Jagger, uh, Jaguartan. I'm, Jaguar-tan. I, I'll put my reputation on it. Oh, wow. Uh, so, interesting fun fact. I mean... Try to trick question. The most spread out animal, I believe, was he saying? Oh, spread out. Animal that's migrated the most places. Raccoon? No, he said the mountain lion. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about what has become like in abundance the most since. Well, I'll, there, I think there's more raccoons than people. And something else I've noticed in neighborhoods is a lot of rabbits. My neighborhood is filled with rabbits. Filled with, well, if your neighborhood is filled with rabbits, my neighborhood is filled with rabbits. Well, I mean, fucking like rabbits. They, so the neighborhood I was painting in the other week is full of rabbits. Yeah. So let me just, first thing that comes up. Yeah. Sightings of Black Panthers are common throughout Texas, including our southern, southern, southeastern corner. Many hunters, fishermen, birdwatchers, hikers, and people of all walks of life report seeing long-tailed black cats they label as Black Panthers. Um. Just saying. Jaguarundis. That's what they're Jaguarundis. Called. Yes, which the French is Jaguarundis. And tag. now I'm going to tell you all about <laughs> Jaguarundis. Jaguarundis. That sounds like Marin Bundy. I'm pretty sure they're called Pumatans on this show now. Yeah. Pumatan, Puntang. We do it for money. Wow. Jaguarundis aren't even black. Well, that puts a real fucking... Yeah. Well, it, mm. it, it's an infrared camera, so... The it looks black, but the Jaguar, gray and red, so weird. Okay, just hold on one second here, Matt. I'm gonna give you some. You guys talk amongst yourselves. When I was 17, my mother. Oh, um. So, I, I have one last point, which I would like to more of a group discussion. But uh, I think he really did the best job. Oh no, this is what we can do. The rules of hunting a bear, for anyone who's not going to listen, you should wear new boots, not old boots. You should skin the bear where you kill it. When you kill the bear, you should slit its eyes. Yeah. After you kill a bear, you should stay awake. So it doesn't come and take your soul. They all sound like rules that, like, kind of like, you know, the don't eat pork. They did that back in the day because... Of disease, you know what I mean. They all sound like just wise lessons. Slitting its eyes. The thing is, we're still afraid of bears now. They must have been so afraid of bears. Like that was the ultimate predator, as it is. You know what I mean? Like we imagine we if no, imagine them. if no gun exists right now. Just in general, you're bears in a world. You're bears. in a girl. You're in a girl. You're in a world where there are no guns and there's fucking bears everywhere. Yeah, fuck that. Your lies, this messenger. <laughs> What are you looking at, Simon? Jaguar Endies. So they're not very big. They're um, joke. They weigh three point five to seven kilograms. That's seven point seven to fifteen point four pounds. That's not a very big cat at all. At I, all. Like I'm aware. It, much Chico weighs like, eight pounds. Much like an ocelot. The Jaguar you know? So they, you know, maybe they could hunt Chico, but like this guy's fucking labradoodle. Like I doubt it. Nope. I think I think that. Supports Joe's theory way more. I, I mean, I'm with Joe. I think that's what he saw. Great. If he says, Great. If he says that's what he saw, that's what he saw. And I hope that he gets Bigfoot on his camera. I thought it was very awkward how Newcomb was like, I want to believe you. It's possible, but I can't. Uh, lastly, he did a great job of explaining why mules are so effective useful. and useful. Be a, because of the genetics. They get all the good things. And then the stubborn of the mule, I thought the coolest thing is it has self-preservation. Yeah, the stubbornness is just it trying to stay alive. That's it, very cool. It's yeah. super cool. But it controls all four of its feet. That's the big thing. Well, it's cool, too, because if someone that ever too. calls you stubborn as a mule, you can just be like, yeah, that's how I'm staying alive out yeah. here, bitch. Yeah. A mule won't founder. Well, that was a word you didn't know before this. Have you ever had a dog get in the garbage? Say it. I don't think she goes like this, but I'm sure you've had a dog just eat stuff till it's sick, right? Yeah. It just gets the garbage or something. Yeah. 
and I guess he says if a horse is near a bag of feed, it it's can just eat, eat all of it to death. Yeah. The mule is like, mm, I have to walk tomorrow. I'm going to be all right. And uh, you don't have to put shoes on a mule. But then I thought he caught him out. What wild horses? So the horses that work and stuff. I've been domesticated well, enough. Maybe it's because they end up having to walk on like roads and stuff, but you know, the wild, wild horse is just on the dirt, yeah, the tundra, and the beaches, and they can live in the life of Riley. So I thought I was going to become a uh, psychedelic uh, therapist, but now I think I'm going to get in the mule business because it seems very lucrative. Because he said you can buy a mule in Arkansas for $500 and sell it somewhere else for $2,000. Yeah, listen, crypto idiots. If you're not fucking raising mules tomorrow, I don't <laughs> no, no. know what the fuck you are listening to. I'm not raising I'm not raising mules. I'm just a quick bait and switch. Buy it and sell it, man. Or <laughs> you should just oh, start, right. I'm just you should start a crypto called like Mule Coin or something and literally Donkey just Donkey Coin. During, <laughs> during during normal times, Kamar, you'd be raising mules, but in COVID, mules are so fucking valuable, you just buy them and flip them. Buy them and flip them. <laughs> it's like flipping out man put a little lipstick on it and you're gone uh so yeah well, that's Kamar's where the expression a- lipstick on a pig came from kamar kamar's doing a three to five for taking mules <laughs> over state lines illegally <laughs> he tried to sell a donkey that was a mule no the other way around because the mule is the best the donkey's not so good um yeah so anyways. but pretty much pretty much i'm sorry kamar you just need to go to arkansas and start raising mules and, and run them across state lines you man. will live the life I'll be as rich as Liza Schlesinger. Here's By the way, what do you think your net you. worth is? Sorry, Here's a good question show. for you real quick. So, Kansas. You say Kansas, right? That's how it's... Kansas. Yeah. So, Arkansas... Well, what do you say? Kansas? No, I say Kansas, just like a normal person. How do you spell Kansas? K-A-N-S-A-S. Yeah, how do you spell Arkansas? They're a Kansan. Mm, you should, it should be Arkansas. Yeah, Shouldn't it? They don't want it to be. No, I guess they don't. Um, Alex Trebek on Jeopardy, been watching it a lot. Yeah. Was talking about Frontiers the other day and pronounced it Frontier. Yeah, we established he's a douchebag. <laughs> you no, he's cunt. just a guy who cares about language. No, no disrespect to Alex Trebek. Trebek till I die. Um, and yeah, so I could see Alex Trebek at home, like, honey, come and frontier my balls. <laughs> I don't fucking who cares what Alex Trebek says. Everything you, know. you wanted to know about bears and a little more about other stuff. I'm pleasantly surprised because normally guys come in here dragging your heels for hunting podcasts. And uh, Were you t- are you talking shit about us right now? I want to go back to a time where bear grease is worth money well bears and mules is man the, that's where the yeah. money is so it's hold on true. though you're and you want that because you believe you would be a top bear hunter matt i believe i would be a top bear hunter. oh yeah i can't beat any woman in any sport ever but you'd be the top bear hunter i would argue that bears, kicks one thirty yard field goal one time i think uh one of the things is i think bears used to be trapped hence the bear uh trap you know the big one yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's that's Snare. illegal now so snares yeah. i don't think they hunted bears they just trapped them so you're saying i might have a shot is absolutely yeah and listen all you got to do is i just got to learn to you just got to get enough keep, honey keep upwind and uh, get a drone so you can locate the bear get a good fucking colt pistol and 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 uh, feed it blueberries before it dies i can just picture simon <laughs> just Frontier man with his Colt forty five. Horse feeding blueberries to a dead bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's it called? 
Retro engineer the blueberry meat. Retro engineer. I don't think that's the right term. No. Reverse engineer. That's the one. I was getting there, guys. I was like retro engineer. No one listens to me learn anything. It's not true, Kumar. That's the end of my notes. That's it. Is that it? Wow. All right. Well, I guess we'll rate it. Clay Newcomb. Did you have anything in closing for the bear man, Simon? No, I mean... Whatever. You, wait, wait a second. You said at the very beginning this. This is you learned a bunch. The bear grease. Like, well, I thought you were going to bring up all the things I learned. I can't remember things. Can we brought up everything. We I talked about. I it. don't take notes. Well, as we established at the break, it's all up there somewhere. Yeah, hypnotize me, and maybe we'll get the bear info out. No, there was a lot of crossover about sucking Vanilla's dick and whoa, just that. Whoa, whoa. I, 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 uh, we talked about uh, Ozarks and that's what I felt from. like they talked about frontier life and I like that. Yeah, you know I do too. I, mean? I like that too. Anytime I can talk about the frontier, I'm into it. The whole time he was talking about the Ozarks, I kept saying to myself, I could have swore the Ozarks were in Missouri. And the second that went through my head, he was like, I think they're talking more about the Missouri Ozarks. And I was like, I was like, oh, well, that's weird. And then I thought to myself, I never know where Missouri is on a map. <laughs> it's one of those states where... And he where, would not like um, Ozark. But you know what city is in Because uh, of Ruth and her family. And the Ruth red. and her family. And then the scary guy and his wife there. Uh, the he might like meth them. Dealers. He might like them. No, it makes all of them look like it a bunch of It does make all of them like hillbillies. Yeah. yeah. It, does, it does have uh, a very... Uh, the, would, the hills have eyes kind he, of vibe to it. He seemed very like, don't talk bad about Arkansas or yeah, Arkansas. He lives of a suburb If you called it Arkansas, he would probably like bear gut you. <laughs> he made an excellent case why people should be allowed to hunt with uh, <laughs> regulations and... Was he talking about people who attack bears with knives? He said you should have a big Bowie knife if you're going to, but... Well, that's what they did. They used to go at the bear with a knife. Simon's people, the bear people. Savages. Jews were very good hunters. I don't know if you know this. You know what? I wasn't even going in the Jew direction, Grey but Owl, now I'm picturing... Gray Now Owl I'm picturing a like a bunch of Jews. who lived up with the Indians. Like, I'm just... A lot of people think that Jews are like a lost tribe of... Hunters from... I've never heard that. From? From somewhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I heard they're wanderers. Hunting money. <laughs> whoa, no, but whoa, some, whoa. Some people do what believe... What are you, woke? You laugh at something, fuck. Some people do believe they You're were making a lost tribe of like uh, indigenous Israel. people to... By some people, bears. you mean Jews? Bear, really? Bear hunters, yeah. Israel, Israelites, no so the Jews are the lost tribe of Canada. Is that what you're scratching <laughs> your beard at right now? You want to dial that back there? Uh, well, I don't think you can say they're not. Bear McGraw. I can say they're not. Uh, See, do we want to rate this That then? makes you anti-Semitic. Well, call me what I am then. Well, I'm sorry. That's what you are. I give this a 3.5. You're a bigot. We found that out earlier. We have an agreement. We haven't done any race <laughs> episodes lately, but I'm sure... You fall into that category too. Hit the agreement button. And we then an anti-Semitic. Did I mention that one already? We have an agreement. Um, transphobic. Just hit it. We have an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone power hungry. All right. Please rate it so we can end this fucking show. It's hot. Uh, gotta go post show I give still. this it's one a, a surprising three. Kamar. I give it a three again. I give it a two and a half. The highest a hunting episode can get. I think I gave it three and a half the first time, yes. Yeah, I think I'm probably more with you about two and a half. All right, either way. 
Well, that's it. We did it. We made it through another episode, another week. Um, thank you so much for watching or listening. There should be a YouTube up this week. Everything looks like it's fucking working, but who knows? Uh, don't forget to uh, check out anyone who's ever sponsored us. You can still go check out BetterHelp, even though, uh, whatever. Just go to BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E. <laughs> uh, go to Onnit.com slash J-R-E-E for a free sample of something if you're in the States. Uh, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. They're at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can also follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. Um, there's a subreddit if you want to join the chat. Uh, it's r slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Jump on there. And, of course, the YouTube, if you want to watch the show, it's uh, YouTube.com, YouTube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. And the Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to Patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. And uh, for that $5 a month, you'll get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit, talk some non-Joe stuff. And uh, you also get the backlog of uh, old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we went back, listen to old episodes, did what we did here. If we can get enough new subscribers, Kamara will eat fucking bacon and eggs for a month. <laughs> he says nothing. How does that feel? <laughs> my, I got myself into the first time. I'm not saying anything. But yeah, anything's possible. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening or watching. Uh, we love you. We hope you have a great week. We hope you have a safe weekend. And uh, as usual. I like how we're so ride and die with our sponsors that we'll just... It doesn't even matter. Stop sponsoring us. We will fucking plug you forever. <laughs> no, the reason I did BetterHelp <laughs> I'm just joking. is I'm because just joking. they've sponsored us throughout the year. I know. It's great. And I'm, we, I'm with it. And they'll keep sponsoring us if people use I'm the code. So Lord 14. Listen, and man, everyone needs to... better help. Yeah, and I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to keep everyone happy. I say keep everyone happy. There you go. As oh, usual. Keep your eyes open.